going on everybody it's your boy marshall live and i am live i am back today it is thursday it is june 4th and i am here with the co-host with the most my man <laughs> out in ohio kyle dillinger weapon gratitude over everything bro thank you talk bro. About thank you over everything man like i had a day yesterday bro i've been having boy. some days lately how's life been for you man <clears throat> Life's been uh, like we talked about a little all over the place, but overall, I'm constantly reminding myself, uh, like throughout the day, like, okay, be grateful, be present, be, be grateful, be present, because uh, it's so easy to get distracted. We lost Kyle. We'll get him back, though. And so, you guys, in today's episode, what I want to share with you guys is uh, what I've been doing to actually literally like ground myself, heal myself, figure out what it is and how I can literally show up in a way that's not only going to make me resourceful to be able to accomplish my goals and my dreams, but also is going to be able to spread positivity and love out into the world in a time when we need it most. And bro, I had a massive breakthrough yesterday, a massive breakthrough. Um, I know I say that okay. all the time um, and it's like when I was traveling around and speaking a lot, um, I used to, I, I'd be on, I would be on fucking lives all the time. Like, Oh my God, you guys, my life changed it today because I was going to events all the time in San Diego and the world was open and I'm doing all these things, right? So people right. would meet me in real life and they would be like, bro, like, come on, man. Like you, you say that your life changes every, like you're changing, you life changes like once a week, bro. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Cause I'm the guy that shows up every day expecting his life to change that day. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. when you're the kind of guy yeah, like you and I, and you put in the time, the effort, the work to create those success habits and results rituals that we do, you know, then when you're able to show up like that every day, it's like, dude, that's the game changer, man. It's mm -hmm. like that, that that's the, that's like what really changes. But, you know, people watch our show and they're like, well, how do you guys have so much energy? And it's easy for you guys to talk about, you know, showing up and creating these habits and doing this and doing that. But um, how do we do it? And so that's what we're getting to the bottom of, bro. Gratitude over everything. How do we dial wow. in? How do we be more like that? <clears throat> for me, um, well, I've been all over the place with it, but I've noticed like when you're when you have the structure, when you have a day, like a set daily routine and 
positive habits and like and you can notice when you are having bad habits and you can take a step back and be like okay and reevaluate and constantly be doing that um, yeah. so that you can always make sure that like it's like it, it, it's it's a fine line because like what I've experienced you end up putting a lot of pressure on yourself <laughs> so yeah, um, sure. when you start to put the pressure on yourself then the resistance um, like that the benefit like the uh, the benefits of having that structure and whatnot like seem to balance in an opposite yeah. direction because of the yeah. resistance. Um, okay. So there's a lot of things uh, that we can get into that we would have, like we've talked about like journaling and things like this, like things that you need to be um, getting rid of emotions and to help that anxiety, like leave your body. So it's not yeah. just like sitting in your head. For sure. I'm telling you guys. And when you start doing these little things that like the things that Kyle are mentioning right now, like that's when we're starting to get control of our mind. That's when we're starting to get control of our spirit, of our emotions, of our feelings, which then, you know, takes takes control of our actions which then takes control of our results and so you know for a lot of people they'll be like oh marshall your life changes every day like no bro i'm telling you i had a breakthrough yesterday and i had a breakthrough because i've done exactly what you just said kyle i've outlined a system to my life where it's set up and it's structured and then it, uh, it, it creates a space every single day for me to be able to grow and so like for example you, you, you know, and I know, and most of the Gillen gang knows. And if you guys haven't joined our uh, gang yet, literally, you guys, we're doing all kinds of gang activities. You guys text 833-222-2694. You guys text Gillen gang to that number. Uh, you guys can join. It's completely free. It's just like a little online digital like club. It's a gang. It's a digital gang. Yeah, Sorry. let's call it what it is. And we're, yeah. and we're about to have a crew. Hundred yeah, yeah. We're on a mission to save a billion lives. Let's save a billion lives with the power of vulnerability and storytelling. If you're tuning into this on Facebook, we want to say thank you so much. If you're over on YouTube, yo, hey, what's up? Facebook. Subscribe and ring the bell. Uh, Kyle, the channel's at 9:47. So in about 53 um, more uh, subscribers over on YouTube, I'll be able to go mobile uh, live for my mobile phone, so the game will change. And I wish that was true um, because yesterday I was I was standing literally in the middle of a creek uh, in the middle of nowhere, dude. Um, I mean, the water was like up to my knees. We had hiked like three miles in to get there. We found this creek and I'm staring at this freaking rock wall like cliff and this cave that goes underneath of it. And it's so quiet, right? And I'm freaking, uh, I'm freaking sitting there and I I'm looking at my friend and I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of my friend. I'm thinking of a couple other friends. I'm looking at what's in my hand because I was holding something in my hand that I'm going to talk about here in a little bit, holding something in my hand. In that moment, I was just like, bro, I'm so grateful. But it was in that moment because I think that's what people don't realize when, when hippy dippy people like us say, oh, meditate or be mindful or figure out how to like focus on something. What people I think don't realize is that once you're able to clear that mind and, and hold that mind and actually be present, which we've, we've all heard, oh, the power of now, the presence is everything. It really truly is. And when you're able to hold that presence, it's like that. And I know you know this, but for everybody listening and watching, that's when you get the downloads. That's when it's like, oh. You know what I never thought of before? Wow. And that's when everything changes. But you can't find that unless, you, unless you're the type of person that sets up you know, the habits and the rituals for you to be able to show up every day to be able to create the best version of yourself. So that's what we get into the Marshall Dillon Show. Uh, I love that. If you're just tuning in to us for a first time, uh, I, listen, let's, let's call this what it is. If this is your first time listener or uh, watcher, uh, it's an interview. Like, go ahead, inter interview us, tell us, uh, judge us. Hey, is this the kind of show that I could tune into every day? Are these guys the kind of energy? Are they showing up in the way that that uh, I want to show up every day? And Kyle, we talked about this on yesterday's show. Bro, yesterday was the last day of a fucking toxic era in my life. You know what wow. I'm saying? Yeah. You're here to usher it in with me. We want to talk about that. You know? <laughs> we want to talk yeah. about the founding of a new era. And I want to talk about something I learned yesterday, what you talked about on the show. But then... 
I want to make some space for you and for some other people, dude. Um, just sharing about what I realized in the middle of the forest yesterday. Oh, bro, it's gonna it's gonna make our life so much simpler and easier and so much funner. And dude, it's so stupid that I haven't thought about this before. Actually, I'm gonna give everybody just a little taste. Okay, this is what this is what's coming. Okay, this is what's coming. We got a little Marshall Palooza coming up. Hey, hey, by the way, I I have a feeling you made that, and it's fucking amazing. I did make that. Yeah. I like that. It, so, I literally was like, okay, Marshall definitely made that. <laughs> later, what I think we should do is we, we need to get everybody together and judge. Judge, uh, like, uh, I have a kind of like, because I have, I have a couple different graphics I've made. Like, just, Ooh. just kind of playing yeah. around with it. A little Marshall Plues having fun. Here's one. Here's a little. Here's a little. Oh, damn. That's not bad, right? Okay. Got, got this bad boy up here. You know? Okay. So we're just out here. You, know, you feeling me? Yeah. So, uh, so this is what I this is what I was telling my buddy Adrian uh, yesterday. We're driving out to the um, to the park. Uh, we were going to get water and then to go for a hike. And because um, there's a, a uh, um, it's called Mill Spring, but there's a spring out there, a natural spring. Oh, I'm telling all of you listeners and viewers, if you haven't ever been to an actual real spring where the water comes out of the rock right from Mother Earth, like where it's absolutely freezing cold, then you haven't lived. It's the best water, and it's literally, arguably. Based on science, not my opinion, and if you were to go spirituality, probably definitely, probably definitely. I always used to say that. My ex girlfriend would make fun of me all the time. She's like, "Oh, probably definitely. Yeah, I'll probably definitely be doing that." Okay, oh, uh, because you know that there's a strong possibility you will, or a strong possibility you won't. I won't. I'm like the master. Like, oh, don't fucking, don't be decisive, Marshall. I'm currently breaking that habit. And so, um, I'm telling Adrian the other day we're driving out there, and I'm like, bro, I said. I'm sick of trying to make people money. I'm sick of trying to convince people like to think a different way. I said, you know what people fucking have a hard time doing in this life? Nobody can enjoy themselves anymore. Like no, every, everything is such a rush or such a hassle. Nobody knows how to like literally enjoy themselves anymore. You know who knows how to enjoy himself every single fucking day? Marshall Gillen, Kyle mm -hmm. Dillon. And so I'm like, bro, literally, I, I mean, all these famous influencers and speakers I've been around when I was traveling around the circuit and stuff, like, They've all told me things like, like as an example, um, well, Gerard Adams one time, he's like, bro, he's like, I wish I could just hire you to just tag along with me just so you could energize me all day long, right? This is the guy like, who creates leaders, create leaders, uh, um, a podcast, a show on YouTube. Like he's interviewed arguably some of the most wealthy and successful people. And he's telling me, he's like, I want to hire you for your energy. And so um, I kind of realized that yesterday, but I want to get into that story because I know it's going to help somebody that's listening or that's watching uh, today. But before I do, dude, um, before I do, dude, I, I, I saw an interesting video yesterday and it was really um, thought provoking for me. And mm -hmm. uh, I want to share it with the audience. I'm not going to play it. I guess I could play it. I'm not going to. Um, I, ugh, I'm not going to go find it. I should have <laughs> find it. But I want to share. I, well, I'll tell you about it. I don't know if you saw it yet, but there's a guy I follow online and um, Charlie Kirk is his name, political guy. And um, <clears throat> He's, there's a video, he travels around and speaks and does all this shit. Young guy like us, like me, you're probably younger than him. <laughs> and, um, um, young guy like me, not a baby like you. I'm old enough <laughs> to say that now. Oh, oh bro, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm right on the cusp of 30. I'm yeah, getting there. Yeah, looks good, man. Yeah, That's no, I'm, I'm, I, I have under, like been understanding and, and living into like, okay, bro, 28 exactly. is like not even close, like I have so much oh. life left, like slow the fuck down. Bro, I'm gonna live to be 100. Slow down. So I have like another 90 years to go. Hey, as soon as I kick the beaties, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be right there, up there with you, 100 at least. 
I love it. Let's go, bro. Let's um, go. And so uh, I'm, I'm like, dude, he shares this video on his timeline. Now, listen, this is going to trigger somebody potentially, but I just like to have conversations. I'm no longer, Kyle, we talked about this on the show yesterday. I told the Gillen gang I've been wrong for four years, and I apologized to the Gillen gang yesterday for being wrong. And I said that I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being so dismissive of all of you. Because I was talking to Adrian about this yesterday uh, out when we were on our walk because it's been you know, bothering me. I, and I told him how I've been showing up. And I said, it's like, bro, I said, I've been so wounded for so long. It's like, I just feel like I have to go out and save as many people or, or Marshall Gillen, it doesn't matter. Like, that's a story mm -hmm. I can tell myself in my head. And so it's like, I'll go out and say these things. And there's people like you and a lot of the Gillen gang who's listening and watching right now and they align with me. And it's like, I take them and I just kind of push them over in the corner. I'm like, oh, got them. Okay, I got them on my side. Okay, who else doesn't believe? Wow. Why don't you believe? Why don't you? Oh, okay, put your, why don't you believe? Why don't you believe? Okay, and it's like, because the programming in my mind, I'm really trying to help people, but I'm not showing up and helping the people who actually believe and support me, who love me. I, it's like, I'm just, hey, thanks guys. You know what I mean? And it's the same mm -hmm. way that I've always approached sales in my life. Um, very like once, oh, I, I dude, the, when somebody buys from you once, they're like 48% more likely to buy from you for a second time. And, it, and if they buy from you a second time, it's like 52 or 53% more likely. And then it goes up to like 60% if they buy from like, mm. So I know all these things are returned, but my, my own self-worth and my own value and how I viewed myself, my self-esteem has still been so damaged, even with even to right now, until just a couple of days ago, that once I've given, once I've gotten somebody, or once I've sold somebody, it's like I don't want to turn back and face them or ask them how the experience was because I'm afraid they'll tell me something bad. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, I don't. After I make you believe, I don't want you to possibly tell me, "Oh, you're wrong," right? It's like a fear or something, like subconscious programming. And so yesterday I was telling the Gillen gang, "Yo, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I am no longer going to give a fuck about proving anybody, like, changing anybody's mind. I've been changing, trying to change everybody's mind. And the same things I'm sitting here preaching about are I'm literally doing, just in a different sense." And so that's why I'm like, that's why we do this show. It's like, mm. we're, we're trying to save the world with the power of vulnerability and storytelling. And so dude, I just wanted Billy to- Billy for a Billy, let's go. A Billy for a Billy, bro. And so I did like, this is part of what I want to get into, but this is the thing that Charlie Kirk shares on his, on timeline, okay? He's sitting on stage, he's at a college, obviously. It's just a one minute clip. And there's a, um, I have your set, young um, Latina uh, girl, woman, probably 21 or so, and she's on the mic. And she's very nervous. You can tell. I mean, as a speaker, professional uh, speaker who teaches people persuasion and influence through communication, like language and speaking, I'm watching her, and I, God bless her heart, because this guy is like the sharpest tool in the shed in the political arena. Like, there's just videos of him of people saying the the best arguments to him, and he's like, in a calm way, he'll just say nope, and he does it all with statistics. He's like, the numbers don't lie about anything. Like, just go look at the statistics, not the narrative. And again, I'm not here to debate this, but he framed something interesting. He goes, we don't know that, that that Derek Chauvin guy was a racist. He never said he was. He could have just been some fucking angry guy who killed a guy. But we don't know. And so all of a sudden, all this stuff incites. And so again, I'm not saying he is or he isn't. We're not here to debate that. I don't care right. anymore. You guys go do your thing. I'm just saying like, wow, Straight facts. that's an interesting perspective. You're right. Like how we're always so quick to judge before we actually read. It's like the headline society we live in. Read the headline, but don't read the contextual, the, the article that has the context in it. And so that's essentially what I was doing. And so I'm like, bro, we've got to make a change in the way this is. And I'm watching this Charlie Kirk video and, and this girl's going to him, nervous, really like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And she goes, I would like, I want you to acknowledge, that's how she starts off. I want you to acknowledge that um, for as a minority, like, 
it is harder for me to be here in college than, than it is for white folks. And he goes, and she's like, I want, I just want you to, I want to hear you acknowledge that. And he's like, first off, great question. Super glad you're here. So time out, just so you guys know in the in NLP and speaking world, like what he's doing is he's, he's affirming her, right? He's like, oh, he's affirming that he's there and he's giving her space and respecting what he does. And he's, and he's um, well, no, he's affirming her. So he's like, hey, I'm glad you're here. That was a great question. Because literally, you guys, just those little things, just something as little as that is like a, an art to communication when it comes to relating to people because now they're willing to put their sword and their shield down a little bit. So anyways, he says, um, great question. Really glad you're here. I just have three quick questions for you, okay? And she's like, okay. She goes, uh, did you graduate high school? She goes, yes. He goes, and I'm assuming you don't have any kids yet? She goes, no. And he goes, uh, and uh, I'm assuming you went to college because you're here. She goes, yes. He goes, three great decisions that have nothing to do with race, nothing to do with gender, nothing to do with anything else. Yet the good, you, it's not a race thing. It's a who makes good choices in life thing. What kind of decisions are you making? Like, yeah, I believe that there's a thing called white privilege, but I, I, I have had it just as equally as hard in my journey as anybody else. And so it's not necessarily, I just made better decisions than people. I'm not in jail. And I, I didn't, I did I'm not dead because I've made good decisions in my life. Not because I'm white or black or yellow because I'm a human being who made good fucking decisions and that's it. Like right. people can say whatever they want. Now you, and you made, not, and you made, you, you made your decisions based off previous experiences of, and like, you're like, Oh, I'm not going to do that shit this time. Parents, and you, of my yeah, society. Okay, there we go. You know what I'm saying? And right. so people need to have a blueprint to change. So if nothing changes, nothing changes. And that's what I mean. It's like all this stuff is so nice. It's nonsense. Like when is enough enough? Like white privilege, racism, black, like we're going to talk about all these things. But what I wanted to say real quick though, dude, is that um, it's interesting because I'm out here living, my life is changing. Meanwhile, cops are being killed all across the nation right now. Mainstream media is not reporting that. They're not reporting David Dorn, the the honored, the, the highly decorated a uh, retired police officer who was shot in the stomach and then bled out live on Facebook live like a fucking movie for it, which just laid out uh, now, now patrolling as a security guard for a, a pawn store in St. Louis, just doing his job as an old guy. He should have been, it was like day five of rioting. That motherfucker shouldn't have been down there defending a pawn store, but that was his job. And David Dorn is an honorable man. And he had 60 some years living in that badge, breathing that. You think that man was going to stand down from his post? Nah, not even for a pawn shop. And then some black guy shoots him on camera fucking in the stomach. A black on black crime. Media doesn't pick that up. Nobody's, nobody's protesting for David. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative. A yeah. black guy kills a, kills a black off-duty cop. This is just statistics too. Black people, black males kill more black males than white males, cops, and Hispanics kill black males combined. That's a fact. So we got to be careful. I'm not, I'm for all communities. One love, one people. Right. I love, like I love everybody. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am hundred percent with you on that aspect also. Yeah. I'm, one just, love, saying, one I'm just saying numbers and I, I listen, I'm not saying there's not a problem. I, I I'm not going to say that now we're going, we're steering away from that kind of show, but yeah. I'm just saying those are the numbers. And so it's interesting, the narrative that the media can control. Kyle, we've talked about this last couple of episodes. Right. There's 10 companies basically in the world that are in the, in the United States that own all the media. You can see them here for the television, and then you can see the four over here 
for the online media. So we have basically, I know there's boards of directors and yada, yada, yada. Essentially, there's 10 people that are running the 100% of the media that everybody's getting. And so it's very, very interesting because you start digging a little deeper and doing a little more research, you're going to find better answers. And so the only thing I want to say before we go to a quick break and come back and really dig into this is I want you guys to have an opportunity to start to expand your minds, to just open up, to not, to not close everything down. But if, you, if you're waking up in the morning and you're not happy or something doesn't feel right or you're angry or you have rage or you're, you're so exhausted and stressed out by what's going on, like I'm going to invite you right, to start to try to expand your mind and really get a bigger picture of what's going on. Because the more information you have, the better decisions you can make. And that's the difference in America. Yeah, America was built for fucking entrepreneurs. If you don't want to be, if you don't want to better yourself, you should literally move to like a socialist country like Sweden or something. Like mm. you'll get the same as everybody else. You'll get, you'll, you'll go to work the same hours. You'll give, you'll get free education. You'll get free healthcare. You'll, you'll give away 50% of everything you make in taxes, but everything will be equal and I'm at level playing ground. And if that's what you want in life, if you want to go back to Africa, like I've been seeing so much of the black community say, then you guys should, not you guys, not one race, but those people who like are like, fuck America. You know what? Those are the same people that are protesting in the street. And if you don't like it here, you should leave. Because not because I don't like you, but because if you're that unhappy, then go make yourself happy. If you think life should be equal, then more equal than it is, then go, go, go to a place that does that. But trying to change a machine that was literally founded and predicated on breaking away from oppression and religion and finances and health and every and education. America was founded on the fact that we broke loose and wanted to have more. That's what it is. And so it's crazy times right now going on, Gillen gang, but uh, we're just having some conversations about it. I've had a lot of vitamins before I came back. Right. I'm having a vitamin break now. I, I, I don't know a lot of what you, um, like I'm, like I've been saying, I'm uneducated. It's like time to, for me okay. to, Let's educate. back into the research and bro, bro. yeah, let's educate. When we come back here, we're going to talk about the decisions that the media has been helping us make, which is not paying attention to some of the things that are really going on. I don't know if you know, but Hillary Clinton was in court Tuesday testifying for some dirty emails that she was sending. Yesterday, mm -hmm. we had uh, the, the deputy, the Obama's deputy uh, attorney general uh, testified in court uh, saying that basically what we're going to get into it, but basically saying that Obama uh, created uh, something that was illegal that he signed and that they tried to uh, push forward uh, that was a fake um, of the Russian and Trump uh, collusion. Not real, mm -hmm. not even a little tiny bit, not even a shred wow. of, ounce of of nothing to it. And that guy admitted it yesterday uh, on on uh, on the stand. And today, uh, the Senate is voting to subpoena Obama's uh, officials uh, of the White House and of the Department of Justice. So shit's going down. It's going down, but right. that's not anywhere on the news. You can't even find it. We're going to right. talk about that is when we come mm -hmm. back, you guys. It is Thursday, June fourth, and uh, we've got a lot planned. You guys, tune in, be a friend, tell a friend. You guys know what to do. Make sure you share this. And listen, when I say make good decisions, you got you guys. I'm talking about it, make good decisions. When I started making good decisions just a year ago, or that's a year ago, like three years ago, my life wasn't the greatest. But when I started making good decisions, guess what? I got better results. You're gonna to wanna to do the same. And one purpose only of this entire show, of literally everything I do, and depending on how long you followed me and how deep you know my content, you're gonna learn that the number one thing that I'm here for is you. I'm putting in the work so you guys have the steps, the tools, the resources to get to work and have success when you're ready. 
Now, this is the thing, guys. I feel like anybody that wants to work hard and wants to get better and wants more success should be able to. So my mission in life is to give you guys as much value as I possibly can forever and always. Now, twofold, I'm giving you guys th this show for a reason. And I want to show you guys that anything is possible. Anything, right? And I'm going to take away all the excuses that you could possibly have because I'm going to show you guys from ground zero I'm going on exactly how to build a career using social media. Now, this show could end up being me falling flat on my face, but I don't think that's going to happen. So my goal is to become a paid public speaker. I'm going to use my past experiences. I'll tell you guys more about my story as the episodes continue. And uh, we're going to see what happens. You guys, I'm going to show you the power of social media the mobile phone, and how in 2017, if you have enough will and desire to do something in life, you can do literally anything you want to. I'm going to go from nothing to a well-paid public speaker, and this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be my story while I do it. You're going to want to check this. Out. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the second half of the Marshall Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger. Bro, I forgot to put music back to that freaking, the last part of that slide again. Mm, Listen, damn. this is why when we're the number one show in the world, well, when everybody else knows that we're the number one show in the world, <laughs> You're right. we, we got to have somebody producing this shit for us. 100%. Got too many juggling, too many, too many balls. I know right. a lot of viewers and listeners uh, that tune into the show, bro. There's a lot of things they feel like they're juggling in their life too. And it just like, seems like 2020 that no matter where we go and which way we turn, it just keeps shitting on us. And right. um, it's terrible. It's, it's, we talked about this uh, before, like it, uh, it's really, it's really bringing out everybody's like insecurities. And all of the identities they have, you know, financially, uh, what their purpose is, what they stand for, what they believe. Like, it's fucking crazy right now. Like, what wh have you been out? Where, where, tell the people where you're at and tell us what's going on where you're at. Uh, I am, right now I'm in Sharonville, Ohio. I stay in Fairfield, Ohio, which is like within 20 miles of Cincinnati. Um, there's like, I, I, first of all, I've been staying off of, the media for like just we've talked about like not feeding in anger and all that stuff so i hop on very um scarcely like like barely like 30 seconds a minute at a time and i have to get off um but we have riots going on here there's been looting like it was one of the cities that um that started rioting um early on and um for me personally i've just been kind of avoiding it and the, yeah, the sure. only the only part i've been a part of is uh, how i talked about on the show previously um experiencing like stopping and having conversations with uh yeah. people that were peacefully protesting and then ended up like protesting with them for and just experiencing that and um and just going through that but um that's kind of what's going on out here like it's it's what you see on the media there's the riots there's the peaceful protesting side of it there's like the people ignoring it there's the people supporting it it's just dude, there's it's, every, it's everything it's wild though dude it's it's um because i know that columbus ohio i have friends in columbus ohio i guess columbus was hit pretty hard yeah we are like like, and so it's crazy because we live in a day and age where people have a cell phone and like, it's hard to hide information. Like you, it's just, 
that everything starts to come to the light because people are starting to awaken. We talk about in the spiritual realm, like people, it's, it is the great awakening right now. hundred percent. So yeah. It's, it's literally a, it's, it's a, it's a battle of good versus evil. I, we've been saying, we've been talking about this literally bro for months, like for months before the pandemic, it's like, yo, there's a battle of good versus evil. We can feel a shift coming. And all of a sudden it was like, whoa, fuck. And we kind of lost track of everything. And now to, now that we're here, we're like us spiritual leaders and healers and we're looking back and we're like, Oh shit. This is what we've been knowing was coming. We, but we even we were so caught up in the in the energy. Oh, wow. Like it's been hard for us to kind of to kind of disconnect. I mean, I know a yeah. lot of have, but it's brought a lot of it's brought a, brought a lot of emotions up and even uh us healers too. You know, I talked about that the other day. A lot of people saw the video I posted and it was just straight anger and rage. I had a lot of people even reached out to me last night still and going, Bro, if you really need help, like you look like you know what? I'm not going to explain myself to them because I don't need to. If they liked me and they really cared, they would tune into the show. But to the Gillen gang who might see that and want to know why I didn't respond, or you maybe are wondering, like, my, why, Marshall, you were so angry. I feel bad. Like, do you need some help? Is there something wrong? Yeah, there was something wrong. I was living a lie because I was constantly uh, – my biggest limitation is that I uh, people questioning my integrity. And I realized because I only, I only focus on people who would question my integrity because they're, I'm trying to convert them. That I never really, I never am around enough people who would never question my integrity. And we talked about it. I mean, I post yesterday had, you know, 90 likes and loves and cares, had like three uh, like, bad, like mean faces or crying or uh, mad faces, and then like 150, 200 comments of bad, bad comments, like bad comments. And I didn't focus on anything. I didn't focus on the people that supported me and, and, and wouldn't question my integrity. And so it's just a cool lesson for everybody to learn. It's like, dude, you got to understand, like, what is it that the limitation is pushing on you? That was mine. And so I, I, I going forward, I'm going to make that turn, make that focus. But a lot of us are having a hard time doing that. And so you've got to understand that the media is really playing into that. You go, well, that's not true. Well, you know what? If you, if you just wanted to know some more information, you did a little digging, you could find a lot. Now, people like me, like Kyle, not much like Kyle, I drag him into this talk. <laughs> We're not, but people like me uh, um, willingly. Yeah. Then we, we, I, I post the information not because I want to be right or I need views, but because I'm obsessed with the truth. I, when I turn the camera off, I, I, I can't help, but pick up my phone and do more research and get to the bottom of it. All angles, all perspectives. And so when I come on these shows, I'm like, I'm going to tell you guys what's up, what I think. And I, I'm always very straightforward. So when people like yesterday, if you guys go to my all lives matter post, you'll see this, um, a Josh guy who. He was a videographer that I, I was in Thailand with and um, cool enough guy, like cool guy and um, uh, African-American young guy. And he's like, uh, he, he was real mad when I made the post. And then he came back like a day later and was like, yo, bro, do you need some help? Like, I'm genuinely asking. You look real upset. And I didn't answer anything. So if you're the Gillen gang, you're like, Marshall, what the fuck? Like, what aren't you telling us? This is what I'm telling you guys. I don't give a fuck about that anymore. And when I told you on the show yesterday that I'm done with that, I'm done with that. Like I'm no longer going to play into trying to convince people or anybody else's toxicity because I'm making that decision for my life because the decision that I've been making to try to go out and like participate and save everybody's life wasn't making me feel good. And that good feelings were resulting in bad actions, unresourceful actions that related or that resulted in unresourceful results. Kyle, we talk about this all the time. You know, can you feel yeah. that at all? Um, yeah, hundred percent. Like I, as you were saying that, I um, am recalling last summer, I forget even what, like what month it was, I guess. Oh, it had to have been um, August after our call. 
um, I was at, I went to my mom's and I would talk to my mom, my brother and my grandma about, um, like I started crying and breaking down. I was like, look, I was super depressed. I'm coming out of like being suicidal. I love you all, but I cannot be around mm. negativity for a little while. Like I just had to like flat out like yeah. to some of the people that are like the closest yeah. to me. It's yeah. like, I just need a break for a while right? because I've always feel like I have to continue to talk to them and all that and keep, and then I end up instead of working on myself, I'll be worrying about all my family again. And it's like, right. So I had to like take a step back. And, and, so, and yeah. so how did that make you feel? Did that create space for you to change and start to grow then? That was like, I mean, that was like how we say like, that was the cat. Oh, you always say, you always say your, your life's always changing. It was like, yeah. Yeah, that was the next, like, yeah, this is a game moment. changer. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that because that's the same thing. Now I the second half of the, the post that I made that I'm talking about where that guy commented and he's like, you look real angry to the Gillen gang that saw that video. And they're like, bro, you looked really angry. Are you okay? Guess what, Gillen Gang? I am okay because I finally honored my emotion of anger and feeling like I wasn't hurt. I released it. And like I told Kyle uh, and on live on the episode yesterday, I said, after I did, like 30 seconds later, I'm, I'm pulling out and I'm laughing. I'm like, God damn, I feel so much better. And so on this show in, in real life, but what we always talk about, what I always say, you guys, right, is that our emotions are not good or bad. To be alive means that you have the gift. You get to feel and experience the full spectrum of emotions that God gave us, which include anger and jealousy and insecurity sometimes. Whenever I'm feeling insecure, I always try to play that conscious observer that we've talked about on the show so many times. And I look at myself and I laugh at me. So like if I'm like real stressed out, Kyle, if I'm tripping, if I'm doing something dumb, if I think I'm dying of something, if I think I'm never gonna make something, like I'll wherever I'm at, like let's say I'm on this show right now and I'm fearful of something, I'll fucking picture me, my my higher self, like looking at myself from above and I'll laugh and I'll go, oh, look at Marshall Gillen. He's so scared right now. He he doesn't think that he can do whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm. It makes me laugh that he does this all I the time. I hear you, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's why yeah. I talk to myself. And so I, I, I'm able to move through these things. And so I, 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 I left the video. I, I posted the video that two nights ago, took it down after it had been up for an hour, slept on it. Literally, I took the video on my phone, put it on my pillow, and I slept on it. <laughs> I slept on it. <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat. Bro, are you you did you ever grow up with a VHS? Uh I did, but I could hardly Barely. remember using Barely. it. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, bro. There's somebody watching this going, Oh yeah, Marshall, did you grow up with a fucking beta or whatever? And I'm like, nah, bro. I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't. Um, I, I did have a disc player at one point. Dude, the disc man? Uh, yeah, I think that's what okay. it was. Yeah, kids these days will never understand. They have their fucking music in their phones. They can stream <laughs> with no CD. Yeah. When you had, they used to have to have a discman before the skip proof. You know, before the shock absorber. I don't even know if you're that old yet. I don't even know what that is now, bro. The discman was just a discman, like it was Walkman, and then there was the discman, and the mm. discman played discs for the first time. Yeah. But it fucking skipped. Everywhere you're fucking walking, it hits the disc, yeah, right. So the next gen discman was skip proof. Wow, yeah. And so, what I it was, that. That, what it was is that like the discman was like a like a shell, right? And so, it opened up, you put the disc in, and the shock proof one was when you pushed it down. They made a technology that like was like a little spring loaded, like a push, oh, the disc yeah, down okay. I think I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. Fucking gangster. So, but I was always a step behind and I was always like limiting myself. So I, 
when all of my friends, first off, I, I, I always had the fucking off brand of everything. So my friends, the Bulls are winning like their fourth champ or third championship. My friends are rolling school with fucking Bulls starter jackets. And I got the Bulls pro player jacket. Like how ungrateful, you know what I mean? That was a big deal back then. Or like right. my friends were just yeah. Discman and I had a Walkman. I'm like, why fucking mom, can't I have a Discman? Like why do I have the Walkman? I'm getting on a plane to go out to California when I'm in like fucking eighth grade. And everybody has an iPod, just came out, brand new iPods. And there's my fucking dork ass with a fucking Discman. I remember I was like trying to hide it in my jacket. I was all embarrassed. Isn't that stupid? <laughs> right, yeah. I, um, I've always had the off-brand too. And um, I never showed that I cared, but I was thinking about that shit like the whole time. Like I, I was always thinking like, oh, they're judging me because I'm wearing and one to school. Yeah. But in my head, I'm thinking like I look fly as fuck right now. Like tell yeah. myself that. Hundred <laughs> percent. School fucks you up, man. Everybody, from the not popular all the way to the popular. Like the school system fucks people up socially. Like it wrecks. Right. I mean, I know everybody that's watching probably has it. Like people, like uh, people look at me, and my ex girlfriend used to make me make her so mad because she'd be like, "Oh, guys like you in high school were the worst," which I was pretty awesome in high school. But she just assumes like. Oh, you were you were the standout jock. You were the leader of the class. You're Mr. Popularity. Like, like life is so easy for you because she was not in the in circle at all, like my ex girlfriend. But what people don't realize is that like the pressure to have to keep getting straight A's, the pressure to have to be the athlete, the pressure to have to always be dressing the best, the pressure to have to be friends with everybody, the pressure to be this really fake person. And so I started this persona in high school where I thought that I had to be be a certain way to get people to like me. Because my stepdad didn't like me, so I didn't like myself. And my step and my real dad left, or so I mean, that's how I'm perceiving it, right? Right. Um, now I know my stepdad didn't like himself because he was never loved as a little boy, which breaks my heart and will literally make me cry if I think about it for a second. Um, my dad, same thing. He was hurt. My dad, my dad, you know, he didn't he didn't leave me. He struggled. He he went into hiding because he felt so bad about himself that he didn't think he was going to be good enough. And then when I started going to visit my dad when I was eight, you know. Uh, I, I stopped seeing him because I thought my dad didn't want to see me anymore. But in reality, I hated going to see my dad. And so like a man, he told my mom, you know what? Marshall doesn't like coming to see me. So please don't make him do this anymore if he doesn't want to. Um, so in that moment, my dad, who realized he lost everything, he had lost his life. He had lost his wife. And now he had lost his kid, everything he'd ever wanted, loved in his life because of alcohol. And so in my eight-year-old life until I was like 34, right, I, I interpret that as my dad hated me. And so my dad leaves. You feeling that, bro? Just a little bit. <laughs> it's important, man. Get it out. I want this yeah. to create this space. My heart was like going. I had a what are you feeling that for a second? Um, just a lot of reflections and all that, like a lot of relatability. Um, not like 100%, but just like this um, living with my stepdad and just recently finding out because um, I stay in touch with him a little bit and finding out about, I literally just found out about like his mental that he's been feeling from a young kid uh, being a um, young child that I had no idea about. So I had all those years of hate towards him and then find out like he, he went through it. Yeah. like, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You guys, this is the, this is the, the generation. This is what perpetuates. This is how it, like what, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And so for me, you know, looking back and relating back to Kyle, it's the same story, just different details. Like I, my stepfather and my father, didn't believe in themselves because nobody ever taught them how they didn't have a blueprint. And so it's not necessarily um, a black versus white versus like, it comes down to making good human decisions, but I am highly aware and accepting and understanding that 
not everybody gets to start with the, with the same like circumstances. And so right. situations are like, I didn't grow up in the ghetto where I have, where my, where my mom was in and out or was a drug addict or, um, where uh, I, I, we was 10 of us in one home or where we were on a, a state eight, like I didn't. But again, my generation, it's not my generation's fault that, that your generation had to go through that. Let, like it's our parents who didn't break the curse and it's not even their fault. They just right. weren't strong enough to do what you haven't been able to do either. And, and they didn't have the access to like we have nowadays. Exactly. So it's like- and, and their grandparents before that, we've talked about, I've talked about this many times about how the industrial revolution is what tore America apart. I mean, it was designed this way. Um, you know, on the, when we're growing up, little house in the prairie, the mom and the dad, you know, they set out their own land, their house, they grow the stuff, they're they're living, they're growing their own animals or and the food. They have some kids. They help their neighbors do everything, build churches. They they all they all everything together. All of a sudden, the industrial revolution comes, and now dad gets to, gets to have a job in a factory where he's making some money. But dad's not home anymore. So now, what are the kids supposed to do? Mom's kind of lonely. So it's like, okay, here's some extra money. Go in town and buy yourself something nice. So now mom goes in town. She starts to buy something nice. The kids want something nice. Dad's at work. And now the, the, that human innate, the innate human thing kicks in. And it's like, oh, I want to consume more. I want to consume more. And now marketing and, and um, propaganda is born. There's a well-known uh, book on propaganda about how this all this started. And so What's that called? Um, I can't remember the name. Oh, okay. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, I was kind of interested. Did you, did you see that? If you hadn't called me yeah. out, I would have been like, I would have slid right through. <laughs> I know, my bad. I was just interested in what it is. Yeah. If you own it, just gotta, if you don't know, bro, you just got to own right. it. I don't mean like lie, but I'm saying like like in situations like that, just own yeah. that shit and go through it, bro. But um, <laughs> um, so if you look at this, now it's like, okay, now there's a division in the household, right? Not be, not on purpose, but because now of dad's limitations, maybe he's starting to feel insecure, like, oh, maybe she only likes me for my money. Because they always want more. Maybe the kids, I'm not saying it's like that or it wasn't. Yeah. Right. Like, think about it. Or she's like, you're always working. What, we're never around anymore. What am I supposed to do with the kids? Kids go to school. They report to bells. Can't talk to your neighbor. Don't wow. work on together. Billionaires wow. and millionaires that solve the world's problems, they, you think they don't share their information? Give me a fucking break. So they're, they're taught, this is how you act in a factory. This is how you act in society. Mom stays home and cooks. She wears dresses. She's good with the kids. Dad goes to work. He comes home, puts his feet up. That's how it works. It's fucking America. Okay. So this is a program that's been going on for a long time. And, it, and, and you see that with it, with the, with the boom in the industrial revolution. Now, all of a sudden we start to move into the sixties, you know, where it's like, okay, everybody's like kind of starting to really, there's, there's tents. We're coming off the wars. We're starting to move into free love in the seventies. And now by the eighties, you start to see a lot of corruption start to come back into the system as, as, as uh, the big government, which I know now is the, as the establishment, which the deep state, whatever, deep state. like that. Yeah. They, they're controlling all this for a long time. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next half of this hour. So we're going to go to a quick break. I got to use a bathroom break, uh, but we're yeah. going to dive into what's going on. I want to share with you a Hillary Clinton video uh, from years ago. That's going to fucking blow your mind. And then we're going to talk about making good decisions, but how most of the black community, most minorities haven't been given a free opportunity to be able to have privilege to the knowledge for those good decisions. That's wow. not your fault. That's not racism. That is, that is evil, evil people who are playing us like pawns because they know how to manipulate us and they've been doing it for years to make us go against each other. You guys, it's wow. not a time for division. It's not a time for all our black lives and blue lives and all this. It's a time for humanity. One love, one people. 
That's what it's time for. But in order to do that, it takes leadership. And we're going to talk about what is going on actually in the media, what's really going on, how long this machine has been running, and what you can do to actually break free from it, to break free from the oppression and be able to live the life that you actually want. And Kyle, like we, you and I know, bro, like that's literally all I've ever been about. So I just people to have all yeah. the information. We'll talk about that more in the second half of the hour. So I'm in the middle of a workout real quick, but something came to me. I was thinking about leadership and I'm tired. I was just ready to quit on my last set, but something I heard before resonated with me in that moment. And it's something I want to share with you guys before I forget to mention it, okay? And it's about leadership. A lot of us claim to be leaders. A lot of us aspire to be leaders, to be the man or woman who, you know, sets the tone, sets the example. But this is the thing about being a leader. You can't lead with just power and sheer will. I mean, you can, but that never lasts. Those leaders always, always fall. Being a good leader means being a servant, right? You're servient to your people, to your community, to your audience, to people who are following you. You're a leader to them, okay? So being a leader means holding yourself accountable. It means saying the things, doing the things you say you're going to do, right? Now, how many people watching this? If Give me a like. Give me a like if, you, if you've ever woken up and just felt like not doing it today. Give me a like. If you've ever woken up and you've been like, man, I just, just don't feel like doing it today, let me know. Because you know what? We've all woke up that way. But this is the difference between being a leader and a follower, okay? As leaders, we don't have that choice. We don't have the choice to wake up in the morning and say, I don't feel like doing it. A leader doesn't have the option to say, I'm just going to mail it in today and take it easy. A real true life leader to change lives, to have people follow you and engage with you. You have to be willing to give more than you ask for. And you have to be willing to put in the time and the effort to do it. We don't get to take days off as leaders. As leaders, we are the ones that keep people motivated, okay? So if you're feeling like quitting, just remember, if you want to be a leader, you don't have that option. Obviously, I'm biased, but I'm telling you, dude, that one love, one uh, one people, one love. Like, I fucking love that. I love that apparel. Yeah, I uh, I barely got a glance. Oh, it's right here on this. Um, I um, I used to use your uh, tagline for a while, and I'm trying to think back of like when that stopped and why I stopped. But I love it too, and I'm about to get back to that. Yeah, dude, it's I invite myself to get back. Not mine. To that. I didn't. No, think I know. Yeah, I, I align with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it belongs to everybody. It's like the Gillen gang. It's just like one love, one people. Like that's it. That that's what I believe. 
you guys can believe whatever you want, you know, or uh, you guys can tune in and kind of get some more perspective on what we're sharing, what we're learning. You guys, thank you for tuning back into the second half, the second hour of the Marshall Gillen show with Kyle Dillinger. It is June 4th. Listen, we're just going to have an avatar. What's up? What do you think? Do I need an avatar or do I still, do we stick with Kyle Dillinger? Dude, that's you, bro. I I had to make Marshall live because um, I was scared three and a half years ago when I started. I, I was scared. Like I could, I wanted to be a speaker and I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I wanted to you know work from my phone and be able to have freedom and, and set up these things where like we talked about in the first half of the show, I said, I, my, I set up my dream life where it's like, listen, I wake up basically at six every morning. I have like an hour of uh, myself time. I get a quick workout in, I do my pre, my pre messaging and I message and do all the stuff, set up the show. We do a two hour streaming live show where I try to give as much energy and value as I possibly can every single day. So somebody can tell, like we say all the time, listen, yeah. Don't, don't worry about missing the show. If you miss the show, that's cool. Like we're going to come live every day. And I promise you like, sorry, I'm not sorry. Like every episode we do is fire. Like there hasn't been one yet where I'm like, man, you know what? That kind of sucks. I'm like, bro, fuck. Like that was right. Good. Even, like, even with, even with me being nervous and I can see myself being nervous and like, like, um, if I watch a clip and I like, I can see the nerves, but I still think they're amazing. Like I'm cool. like, I the perfect character for this episode for this show. Thank you so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't mean that in a rude way. I mean, like, seriously. no, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, um, and so you know, we are just talking about though, like, okay, cool, Marshall, you got to set up your dream life. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm done by one o'clock. Like, basically, my day is over by one o'clock. But we are in the middle of a crisis right now, and you're kind of sounding like an arrogant asshole, like, like talking about that. Okay, cool. Mm. Listen, that may be your reality. But that's not my reality. And I'm not going to, I personally, I'm not, not, not acknowledging that people, that that's not going on. What I am acknowledging is my right and my choice to make good decisions for results that I want in my life. Mm. And for Marshall Gillen, and what I found for most of society, that being selfish is about the most selfless thing that we can do. Because when I'm selfish and I learn to grow and I learn to, to process and understand and accept my feelings and my emotions, I start to have a lot better thoughts. And when I start to have better thoughts, it creates an awareness that allows me to see where my triggers are in my story. And once I have that awareness of my story, bro, it's been able to allow me to accept those things that I can't change. And it's given me the power to forgive the people who have hurt me and to forgive myself for allowing that to happen. And then once once I've been able to do that, when I've set goals, I've said, okay, well, I I like the healing I have. I'm going to set some goals. What do I want my life to actually look like? What do I want my life to look like? I want it to look like this. I want it to look like that. I want to be able to wear board shorts and flip-flops all day in a hat, and I want to be able to hang out in the sun with no shirt for the other half of the day. That's what I want to do. Yeah, so I set my life up like that. I, um, I've heard you talk about this before, and I'm guilty of not getting a crystal clear yeah. vision, and I wrote it down like that's today. I'm doing that exercise yeah. dude i'm telling you guys I, i've said this before but like imagine like so I, I live in i live in san diego i'm quarantined in illinois so i always reference san diego sorry guys but i'm like um i like salmon I'm, I'm in pb i'm in pacific beach in san diego i want them to take i want to go downtown i want to go dancing downtown i want to have some fun right so i i type in my uber i say take me downtown uber shows up i get an uber uber driver says where do you want to go i said i want to have fun i want to go dancing take me downtown so the uber driver heads downtown but the Uber driver just drives around and around and around and around downtown and around 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 and it never stops because you didn't give it a fucking address to stop at. Mm. People said, I want to dance. I want to go downtown. Okay, then what? Then what? 
And so if you want to stop, what happens then, Kyle, is most people get so frustrated trying to get, get to their destination that they eventually go, just stop, stop the car. I'm done. And they get out and they walk home. And it's a long, embarrassing, treacherous fucking uh, uh, walk home. And that's, that's how most people live their life. But when you get clear and you make a decision, you know where I want to go? I want to go to San Diego Dance Hall at 123 Main Street. Take me there. And when the Uber driver takes off, even if there's a detour, an accident, it doesn't matter. The Uber driver is going to reconnect, calculate the route, and it's going to get you to your destination because you're fucking clear on where you want to go. It's not rocket science. I keep, I mean, I've been preaching this for that video that was right there. That was four years ago. That video that we showed on commercial break of me outside the gym talking about that was four years ago when I decided to go move online. And I was like, these are, this is, I've always been doing the same shit. Even when nobody was watching, there was like 60 views on that video originally. Like leadership means showing up consistently every day and making good decisions. Now I realize that a lot of people aren't as privileged to have the opportunity to start at the same place because of their parents, which then decide to make their parents get hurt or their grandparents and so on and so forth. However, the world doesn't care. And you can plainly see that nobody cares. And when a bunch of people don't care and they're unwilling to listen, you have fucking chaos. And this chaos, I believe, was stirred up by a particular someone named George Soros, which we've talked about before. Right. <clears throat> and I just saw, uh, I mean, not to, fucking really switch gears but i i've been seeing a lot of the uh simpsons predictions come out and mm -hmm. i just saw one with homer ripping off the heads of some people and aliens popping and i'm bro like yeah. i'm 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 thinking well, that's we, where we're headed <laughs> well, pretty good. george soros said uh that uh he's going to take down the united states by funding black hate groups will pull them uh into a mental trap and make them blame white people the black community is the easiest to manipulate george soros that's a 2014 mm -hmm. in a german interview now this guy, for anybody that's been woke for a while, uh, there's a well-known, he's a, well, a multi-billionaire investor, but essentially George Soros owns the Democrats. He owns the far left, okay? Um, and what I mean by that is basically he owns all the people that are in charge of the media. Like, he, I, this guy owns everything. It's a well-known thing. All the research is there. He's, a, he's arguably the most wealthy and famous racist in the world, okay? Fact. What we haven't been told is about all the Hillary Clinton stuff. When Pizzagate came out, it kind of got swept under the rug and dismissed yeah. by mainstream media as fake news. Okay? Yeah, right. So Donald Trump has been said from day one and in, in years even before he was running for president that he, he thinks that child traffickers are disgusting and they should, be, they should be killed. And when he took office, he swore that the number one thing he was going to accomplish was he was going to take down the people who, have hurt, who are hurting the children and he's going to free them all. He was going to drain the swamps. And so Pizzagate, for those of you who don't know, is, is kind of what blew the lid off of some emails that were intercepted and some symbolism that had been going on right in our plane, right in front of our eyes, of people who are partaking in child pedophilia. Right. Uh, I thought that I thought that had like like we said been swept in the under the rug. I didn't yeah. even know there was court dates and shit. And shit well, like that. Does. Remember when yeah. remember in February when I was telling everybody there's fucking indictments going out and everybody's like, You're a conspiracy. Yeah. We, yeah, we were yeah, I was and I was getting the same like nobody was like hating me on it, but nobody wanted to talk to me about it. Yeah. So I just like, so okay. All kinds of indictments been going out. So this has been playing out and people have been talking about it for a long time. And so people are gonna have an opportunity to, to get woke. But first we gotta understand that as Americans, as a human race, we can't divide over something as silly as fucking race, as, as silly as religion, something as silly as gender, something as mm -hmm. silly as what hood you grew up in. Like, fuck that. You and I, Kyle, we was like reach one, teach one. 
Like you and I are the kind of guys who live our life every single day that we've, we've become aware to a point where um, we, we are unplugged from the media, we're unplugged from the fucking matrix, and we, we are a growth mindset. We realize the better we make ourselves, the more we can reach down and help more people up. It doesn't, and we don't see a race or a color. No. And yeah. so for other people to try to drag us into that, we're not about that. Look at my boy out here, Albert. He's out in Atlanta. He's feeling us too. Like, up, brother? Same thing. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so it's not a race thing unless we make it a race thing. And it's people like George Soros. It's people that are, that are doing these terrible things that are funding these terrible habits. He, he funds Antifa. Antifa has been already been shown that the people that are arresting at these protest sites are not the people that are peacefully protesting. They're the people that are going in and inciting riots. They're, they're, they're paid actors to go in, bust in, which is, this is all known, proven, mainstream, lamestream media and fake news is not reporting this. They're right. getting bust in and, they're, and they're, they're not from out of state. They were hired to go there and just be destructive. I was sharing things on my uh, Instagram about pallets of bricks just in the middle of the sidewalk, randomly, no construction. Here you go, rioters. And so what happens when you put a bunch of fucking people that are um, destructive and you have a bunch of peaceful protesters who are uh, trying to defend their name, which is an amazing black community, saying, hey, because it's mostly Antifa is a lot of white people. A lot of the uh, hate and looting is coming from a lot of white people. Yeah. So the, the black people are like, yo, you're giving us a bad fucking name. But what happens then when push comes to shove and you're in your face, all and uh, everything breaks out. But the yeah, straight, straight chaos. Hundred percent. Mainstream media keeps reporting that it's peaceful protests, and it's some Donald Trump thing, or it's some trumped-up fucking narrative that it's all peaceful. It's all peaceful until they do whatever they do, right? It's not all peaceful. David Dorn got fucking gunned down on Facebook Live and bled out live, with some kid standing over top of him going, "Just he lost his life for some TVs." That decorated man, that honorable man, that's the last thing that his soul got to experience in this realm before he left. Is that what David Dorn deserved? No. Fucking mainstream media is not sharing that. Okay. Why? Because the mainstream media is owned by George Soros, uh, the most well-known racist. We showed this out of the graphic the other day. This is how we're all being played. We're being, they divide and conquer. This is simple 101. This is, this is how war is done. If anybody that knows war, this, this number one strategy of war is divide and conquer. Wow. War is yeah. spiritual warfare. That's literally what's going to be going on. It's been going on for ages. It's been going on for ages. And so that's all we're here to fucking talk about. It's like, yo, dude, like you guys should, you guys should, I'm just giving you guys an opportunity to change the way that you're, you're perceiving your reality. It's not that I don't care about what's going on. It's that I know that my energy is best served. I know Kyle knows his energy is best served by not feeding into that, but instead going, I'm not going to argue with people to change your mind. I'm just fascinated by what's going on. I want to share it with you guys. Just like when I was fascinated learning about leadership four years ago in that video, I wanted to share it. Kyle's here because he fucking feels drawn to something big. He's like, well, I want to be part of something that's going on. He doesn't know why, but it's a feeling. It's a connection him and I have in our hearts. Like I, we can't explain it. It's just my brother. And so wow. it's interesting, right? When you actually, yeah. a little bit, it's like, no, I want to show you this video real quick, bro. Check this video out. Now this is from uh, Hillary Clinton years ago. Um, and I, you know, people may not understand that this is all connected because the child pedophilia is also also connected to a Hollywood child pedophilia ring, but also uh, a very satanic Hollywood ring. Yeah. And I'm, where you start to realize, bro, that if you don't buy into the system, you don't get to be famous in, in America. Nobody gets to be famous unless they say so, because they control the narrative 100%. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if this video got deleted, to be honest mm. with you. Yeah, I, I, um, I guess thinking back about it, I... Once I kind of figured this out, which I can't even pinpoint, but I, I mean, it had to be around when I was like 18 or 19. Um, 
and then I like became that conspiracy theorist and never talked about shit. Yeah. And um, but yeah, the, like I think that's around when I started to realize that and and um, try to like disconnect from it. And uh, but I've just never talked about it, and I and I even avoid the information now. Um, as what I'm realizing, that's why I haven't been researching it because I just like am so unaligned with it. I yeah. just push it away. But in reality, it's like we need to well, keep dude, educating ourselves and updating. Look, let's look at what's been going on. I mean, look yeah. at the crazy shit that happened. That's yeah, been, like I didn't even know that she was in court. Exactly. Right. The coronavirus. Come on, man. We I, I've been I've been telling the science and statistics of it since day one. Said this is not real. Now look. All of a sudden, when it starts to prove that's not real, and none of the numbers and things that were said, all of a sudden it's like, oh my god. Uh, Ahmed, Ahmed Aubrey was gunned down while he was jogging by racism. This is the problem. Trump is the problem. Trump is the problem because he allows racism because he's a racist. On what grounds? If you go look at what, what Trump has done for the African-American community, if you go look at what he's done, he's done more than any other president for the African-American community than any other president ever since, since Abraham Lincoln, who freed the slaves. So that's a, a tough order to beat. But go look at it. Like I'm, it's not about, I just want people to have all the information. That's it. And so when you start to realize all this stuff and it's like, okay, so you've been hearing about the satanic Hollywood, you've been hearing about the check, the, the pedophilia uh, child ring and pizza. Yeah. Gate, yeah. yeah. You've been hearing the Clintons. If you go research every single dating back to the early eighties, every single person that's ever going to testify or possibly bring the Clintons down or who has turned on the Clintons winds up dead. All of them. Yeah. All like that's, the, the, of them. and then they started to, to correlate the suic the coincidental suicides while shit was happening, like the Gates Foundation and the Clinton Foundation, well known to people who are woke as maybe two of the most evil entities that exist in this world. I could see it too. Yeah, they they just their the their presence Check like this before out. you. It is not enough for America's future that some participate and others don't. We have been given an extraordinary blessing. And at this moment in time, our country needs us. And we need people like George Soros, who is fearless and willing to step up when it counts. So please join me in welcoming George Soros. Well-known racist and founder of Antifa, creator and funder of Black Lives Matter, a movement it to destroy the first time movement. that I feel that I need to stand up and do something really uh, in, uh, and become really engaged um, in the electoral process in, in this country. So he's sitting right there, and they, as the Clintons usher him in, I mean, these are really brilliant people, you have to understand, you guys. These are really smart people who know the power of persuasion and influence, okay? And so why, why is this guy being ushered to, 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 to sway the, the electoral process? I mean, everything, like Kyle, we talk about this all the time, everything these people are doing, they're literally saying, Bill Gates, 2015 TEDx talk, predicts the coronavirus. Everybody yeah, has it. all the patents to the vaccines and all that. He says, oh, uh, he yeah. says out loud in that fucking interview, over the next, over the, uh, by 2000 and whatever, what was it? 2000, by 2020 or no, fuck. I, I can't remember the timeline he said. Um, what was it, bro? Was it by 2020? Um, no, see, now I fucking, I, I know. Yeah, I can't even, I don't, what it's it was, been so long since I saw that video. By a certain amount of date, we should be able to decrease, he says it out loud. 
So yeah. Videos, like, yeah, I've seen the video. Yeah, he blatantly admits. He's to, like, he yeah. increased the world population by up to 15% with advanced right. vaccines and like and, uh, um, uh, viruses and things like this. Says it out loud right in front of everybody. God, Marshall, usually I can recall these things really well. But I just like, again, I'm just the more you know. We showed this the other day too, bro. Like the New York Post, fake news. Right, the way fake they frame people. it. Yeah. The way they frame it. Okay. Not, not a bunch of uh, redneck racists. Actually, brothers in arms. The media does this. And then people choose, they make a decision to feed into it. And so I don't care about being right, dude. We always talk about this, bro. Nobody cares if you're right. Because nobody cares if you're right. So right. why don't we all just get along? And I know you're like, oh, like, yeah, Marshall. But you don't, like, no, you don't understand. What you're manifesting manifests is also manifesting you. That's just energetic. And so, bro, we talked about mm -hmm. unplugging from that. And so I just wanted to make some space for you guys to have an opportunity to go, you know what? Maybe there is something else going on. Because the coronavirus all of a sudden just disappeared. Like President Trump's been saying it would. He'd say in February, he started saying that. One day, like it's going yeah. like a miracle, it'll disappear. He's been saying that forever. The invisible enemy. You, and then people, the people have been trolling them, haters. Oh, yeah, you're the invisible enemy. You're the virus. No, motherfucker. It's the Clintons. It's the Obamas who are in court today. It's, it's uh, the Obama administration is, is being, nope, that doesn't sound right. I want to make sure I'm fair. The Senate is voting on, uh, on subpoenaing, subpoenaing, sending, giving subpoena to uh, Obama's officials of the White House in the uh, District Department of Justice today. Okay. His attorney, wow. his attorney deputy was in court yesterday and basically, well, he did testify and admitted um, that what was being done was wrong and that the Russian uh, Trump collusion was completely fake, not real at all, mm -hmm. designed to, designed to uh, for the Republicans to lose the seats so the Democrats could have the House. That's what's happening right now in America. They're trying to steal the vote. America burns to the ground as they turn us against ourselves and try to burn us and burn us to the ground. It's, it's being orchestrated. We're being played and most people are feeding into it. And so that's why I'm just not going to like go to debate with people. This yeah. Is and, this is what I know. And that's, yeah, that's what, and that's why I ended up like, I stopped talking about it because I realized like people are just still getting their information from the same media sources. So the conversations go nowhere and they're not open to listening yeah to yeah. other uh, points of views or even acknowledging that what they believe could not be correct. When I'm, I'm like at, at any point, like my opinion can switch upon new information and right. like I feel into different things. You're yeah. You're open to it. Right. You're not romantic about being right. You're romantic about experiencing life and continuing to grow like mm -hmm. a fucking tree or a vine. It just keeps growing and growing. Like that's how life works. Universe is expanding. Wow, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's like, bro, um, it comes down to making good decisions. And so I can't, I can't solve racism. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't. What Kyle and Marshall can do is we can give people a space every single day like we do Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central mm -hmm. Standard Time every day on YouTube, on Facebook, replays on all the podcasts, right? We can, what we can do right. is we can just set up and have a conversation and just create a space for people to, lead, to invite people, a safe space, not to argue, but to, to ask legitimate questions. You know what's really been triggering me, Marshall? You know what's really been triggering Marshall or Kyle is this. Can you help me understand this better? Because it makes me mad right now. Yeah, mm. let's talk about it. I would love to help you unpack your anger and rage. I don't know why that's my gift. It just is. Somebody, something happens and I look at it and my brain goes, oh, this is what's going on. It's because of this deep-rooted issue. I can just see it. I don't know mm. why. 
And that's all we want to do here, guys. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. I got to take a potty break. I'm going to fill up the coffee and not as I need more, you guys can tell. But when we come back, we're the second part of what we're doing. And what we decided we're going to do going forward yesterday live on air was that we're going to start giving people a blueprint on how to change. And in order to yeah. do that, you've got to have the right information. You got to be in the right room. You got to be with the right people. And that's what we're trying to be here, Gillen Gang. And I'm launching something new. People always say, yo, Kyle, yo, Marshall, I would love to hang out with you guys. I know, I told you that the other day. People literally tell me that. They're like, Marshall, I would love to hang out with you guys. And so I, I was like, I finally stopped fighting it, bro. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, bringing, back, I'm bringing back a party um, called Marshall Palooza. Now, when I say bringing back, I say bringing yeah. back because- You've party, thrown one before? It started when I was 18 years old. Wow, okay. Started when I was 18 years old. And as a matter of fact, it started with a whole bunch of state cops showing up and trying to take about 150 underage kids to jail. When we come back the next, next hour, we're going to talk about Marshall Palooza, how it was born, what it's doing, and what we're doing to actually take action every day to help make the world a better place as good as we can. Wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And it starts with realizing that you have a fucking TV in your hand. You, you are a broadcasting station. And once you realize that there's channels in that broadcasting station, you can change your life. You guys, this is the Marshall Dillon Show with Kyle Dillinger. We will be back at the turn of the hour with, oh, it's already been the turn of the hour. We'll be back at the short break. Love you guys. Love y'all. Y'all make it too hard on yourselves. Entrepreneurs, you guys overcomplicate everything. It's simple. If you guys want to know how to make money online, you have to think about the tools and the resources that we have available to us. So think about it. If you think of a platform that distribution happens on, like a radio or a TV, right? And what used to happen on the radio or still on the TV, right? You have a TV. That's the, that's the thing that gives distribution. And then what do you put on the TV or the radio? You put shows on the radio, right? You put content on the radio. But you don't just make TV shows and radio shows for anybody. You make shows for people who care about it. And then what you do is you get your TV show or your radio show in front of people who care about it. It's your target audience, right? Well, now that you have their attention, now that they're watching – your distribution uh, machine like a TV or like a radio now that they're watching that now that you have your attention now that they're watching your show what's the next thing how do TVs and radios monetize that attention that they get by selling advertising and marketing right they run commercials and those commercials are what pay people that's what pays the TV station so what they do is they use their distribution tool the TV the radio they go out and they make shows that people are gonna care about in a specific audience they run that and then they run commercials to these people and they sell them stuff. Today is the exact same thing. You guys, the mobile phone is a TV. Whatever single channel you put it on, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, that's a channel for distribution. The whole point is to entertain, educate, pique the interest of your ideal audience. Once you have that attention, then you can monetize it. We don't really necessarily run commercials on social media content, but we post links. And those links go to offers, services, promotions, right? It's the same exact thing. So again, entrepreneurs, don't overcomplicate it. Social media is just a broadcasting station. It's a media company. It's a tool, right? That's all it is. So you guys understand that the mobile phone's a TV. That's a distribution tool, right? Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, that's a TV channel. Whatever content that you put on at your TV show, that's how you get the attention. That's how you get your target audience. And then whatever you drive the traffic back to is you drive it to a link or a landing page URL, that's the new age commercial. So don't overcomplicate this shit, you guys. And if you wanna learn more about it, I have a free training 
comment below and I'll show you guys exactly how I am turning my social media into a TV station, how I'm creating myself as a social media personality. I'm telling you guys, location-free lifestyle and you get to talk about whatever you love, whatever you love the most, whatever your area of genius is, that's the TV shows that you can produce, all right? Let's think smarter, not harder. I would stay silent behind all the scenes. Just plotting to come up and get in my breath. Now suddenly reality is a dream. They man, they put all their dreams on a shelf. I pray to God when all these people see Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Marshall Gillen Show with Kyle Dillinger. It is Thursday, June 4th. I've had a really busy week already, bro. Like, I yesterday I went uh, hiking like five miles into a forest. Ended up hiking, I ended up walking up a freaking creek. It's the most beautiful creek, dude, um, for like a, a while. Um, I found these these wild like shallots, like these onions, these wild shallots. I'm mm -hmm. throwing out of the dirt, bro. Freaking wash them off in this crystal clear water, cut open with a knife, was biting into it. Oh, so good. I was like, imagine if it was like 200 years ago or something, 300 years ago, right? And you're like some some human, Native American, I don't know, walking through the, the, the forest, Drop through the creek, a hot day, it's humid, fucking mosquitoes everywhere. You know, you're wearing like a loincloth probably or some shit. You haven't eaten in a good day or so because yet like you guys haven't found a kill, you know? And you mm -hmm. come and you look at the side of the of the earth where it's washed out in the bank, and there's just these big bulbs, these white bulbs, just like like this size, right? Sticking out of the earth. And you're like, what the fuck? And you you look at it and you rinse it off in the water, and you're like, and it tastes so like almost hot, heat like and peppery, but it's just like Fuck, it tastes so good, dude. So we were like, eating this, and I'm like thinking, like, imagine like 300 years ago, you find a whole bunch of those. I mean, because I took, I grabbed, a, I grabbed a handful to take home, wash them all up. I'm like, imagine if you had, or you hadn't eaten, you're just getting to pop those like little fucking medicine balls, like little medicine pills. You know what I mean? You don't even know it, but you're just like, this is so good. You'd be, you'd be so grateful. You would be so thankful. And like that is what I love the most about getting in nature. That mm -hmm. feeling understanding that connection that the same thing that that man or woman felt in that moment 300 years ago is literally the same feeling that i can have a choice and decide to make and feel and be aware of and 300 years later you know what i mean well, yeah, yeah. And cell phone in my fucking backpack and you know i i am there's a, my car is just down the way but to be able to come aware of that um that's what changed my life and, I, and i've been able to do it through nature and that's, it literally starts though with being able to have a lifestyle, a, a location-free lifestyle. Um, the, what I do, not yesterday, but the day before that, what was I doing? Oh, kayak down the river for like four and a half hours. It was oh, yeah. sick, dude. It was sick. And you've been having a lot of like reflections and life thought, wow. like life-changing thoughts. Yeah. So many. Wow. Yeah. And I've been getting, I have been, this is my invitation to um, learn them. Get, to, well, to get back into nature again, because I've yeah. been, the last week or well, so I've been bad but, about it. Yeah. This is the other thing though, but the other thing is the power of association because I've been hanging out with my friend Adrian and him and I were best friends in high school towards the end. And then we just hadn't talked for literally since 18, since 19, since like, I don't know, however 19 to 36 is like 15 years. And we, I came back to the area, you know, was hit quarantine. And uh, yeah, and 18 to 36. Oh, 18. Yeah. Is that 17? I thought you said 19 to 36. 14. Whatever. We're not really good at math. Yeah, no. What we are good, though, is that Especially with vitamins. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> if you guys are tuning into this, we want to say thank you so much. I, I always tell you guys, I'm not sure why you listen or watch us, but I'm god dang grateful that um, you Yes, do. thank you. We love you. If you have any questions, please ask us. If there's something that's triggering you or hurting, or hurting you, if there's any kind of a challenge in your life, it doesn't matter what it is, 
call us because I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to. Those are the conversations I want to have. Yeah, but uh, so I'm I'm kayaking down the river. Uh, the day before that, like we've been camping all over the place. You know what I mean? Um, and it's cool because I've set up my life in a way where I can make money from my mobile phone and from my laptop. All I need is a Wi-Fi connection, and anybody can do this. We were talking about earlier, like, well, you know, a lot of people in certain areas aren't given a choice on on really an opportunity to make good decisions, which I agree with. And that's not fair. Right. That's yeah. life. So how can they help? Well, I'll tell you what, I guarantee that all of them have a cell phone. You know why? Because I lived in San Diego, which is one probably one of the highest homeless populations in the world. And those motherfuckers out in the street have cell phones. Okay. So I know y'all motherfuckers have cell phones. And what I'm trying to tell you guys, and what Kyle and I are proving to you by showing up and giving you guys energy for two hours every day, is we're trying to show you that literally with a cell phone and social media or Wi-Fi connection and the desire and will to make yourself better, you can literally make money. I'm going to explain this all right now. We're going to talk about this because I want to break it down for you guys. That's so simple. A six-year-old can understand it. Not because I don't believe in you guys, but because that my mentor taught me that that's what we have to do. We have to break it down so simple that a six-year-old can understand it. Because I'm a simple man. I don't know about you, Kyle. But I, I need I need simple instruction. Yeah, I seem to try. I I seem to be good at making simple things complicated. Yeah, why do we do that? I don't know. Why? I'm, I'm avoiding figuring that out up until now. Dude, Dylan Gang, if I you are to... good at making uh, simple shit complicated, uh, or I mean, I'm sorry, if you're good at being a human being, uh, comment below and let me know. Okay, that's what we all do, right? And so that's what's been so life changing about. I mean, I'm a coach and speaker, and all the shits. But what I realized yesterday, bro, in the middle of that creek is that I'm not a speaker or a coach or a consultant or any of that shit. I'm none of that. You know why? I don't want to be. And you know why I fell into it? Because entrepreneurship taught me that that's freedom, that I can make a lot of money and free myself. And because my busted subconscious thought that I had to make money to be validated and accepted, I've always made the I wanted to make money first. So I literally found about entrepreneurship and then I, I, I told myself, I can't, I can't just have fun. I have to make a difference. I can't just have fun. I have to make a difference. Yeah. And so I've been, I've been, I, and I want to. And so I've been showing up in these ways. Now, this is what's interesting. What if I tell you, what, I, what, do I, what have you heard me tell people a million times? How you start a brand. First thing is you have to write down your mission statement. Second thing is you have to write down your core values. And you write, you post, you write your mission statement, you post it on your fucking wall. Mine's posted right here. So you see it every day. The next thing you do is you uh, figure out your core values. What do you stand for as a person? What I did is I wrote down every single, I pulled up a list of core, I Googled core values list and I like pulled up an, a, a list and there was hundreds of them and I spent like two hours going through it all. Well, I spent like two hours in the whole thing. I, I went through the whole list and I wrote down every single word, every single core value that stuck out to me and then I set it aside. And then I looked at that list I made and I started to find all the core values that were the same core values and I, I found which one was best for me. And what it came down to after hundreds of them, I narrowed it down to just 13 things that Marshall Gillen is about, 13 core values. Uh, and I'm not going to share all those right now, but you know what the number one core value is? And it just, I mean, always, always, always you know what it was? It has to be fun. I, my number one wow. core value in life is it has to be fun or I'm not doing it. Because I remember before it was all about the money and before I was trying to figure out how to go to seven figures, I remember when it was only about fun for me, Kyle. I was like, I just want to have fun and be happy. I'm not smart enough to make fucking people out there like, change. And I've been trying to get people to change all, forever for four years. I've been trying to want, get people to want to make money online for four years. And most of the people who follow me, some of them buy from me, but a lot of them don't. And they don't, you know why? Because they don't want that from me because it's not what I'm called to do. 
what I'm called to do is to be fucking entertaining, to, to provide a space for fun, to have fun. Like I was telling Adrian on the way out there, I'm like, bro, nobody enjoys their life. Nobody enjoys their life. Like why is it so goddamn hard for people to just unplug and enjoy their life and have fun? And I was like, in that moment, Kyle, I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's what I'm meant to do. Marshall Gillen is literally meant to help people just unplug and enjoy themselves for a little bit. And you know what? This is funny, bro. Wow. In high school, I was part of this the, uh, a pageant. It was the first time I ever had it. It was uh, for all the, uh, the senior, men, senior guys. And it was like a Mr. SHS. And so um, Mr. S Mr. SHS contest. And we had to do crazy things. Like we had to uh, do a talent portion and we had to uh, do a speech portion and all these things, like a regular pageant. And then you know, everybody voted. So uh, we promoted it and there was like eight of us guys who signed up for it, the senior guys and all the parents came and our town came and we went to work. And I was doing crazy shit. There was like these twins, these really hot twins that went to um, my high school that were a year younger than me, the Munson twins. And I was like, you know what would be funny? Because I didn't have a talent. I didn't have a talent. And so I should why I'm telling you guys the story is because I want you guys to be able to look back in your past and see what the fucking signs were that you've been that you have ignored because society and programming has taught you to. What I what I'm realizing is I've always been an entertainer. It's all I've ever wanted to do. And so I look back, I think so in that and that, you guys know how the mind works. Now, you know what I'm talking about like when you everything I'm explaining right now for the next like five minutes happened like that. Like yeah. Adrian said that, and I was like, all of a sudden, you know. But because I've had the, I've set up the habits and routines, and I've done it consistently for so long now, I they, I created the space for me to be able to have those downloads like that. That's how plugged in I am, and so it's interesting because it's like, is yeah, route wow, right? And so it's interesting because in that moment, I'm thinking back to this. I think back to the Mr. SHS contest. Um, oh, and the months, so I'm like, I was creating for my talent. I I asked them. I said, hey, will you two dress up like um, cowgirls? I'll get some because I grew up on a farm. I'll get some bales of straw. I'm gonna find one of those little. Uh, pedal tractors, like one of those little John Deere tractors that little kids ride, you know, the, the pedal around, you can steer. So I'm going to find one of those. Yeah. I'm, I was jacked in high school. I'm like, I'm going to wear just overalls and a straw hat. And I'm going to fucking lip sync Kenny Chesney. She thinks my tractor's sexy. And I want you guys oh. to walk me around. Right. And so I'm fucking like, I'm fucking doing it. Songs on that. I like off the stage. I'm in the crowd. I, at one point I sit in this like grandma's lap and I'm singing to her, have my arm around her. The whole audience is going nuts. Like that's who I've always been. It's funny because the brochure that, that, the, that the, the, the senior girls made for us, they had to get bios. And so everybody's bios like picture them smiling. My bio's like, I'm like, somebody get me a rose. And I got a rose and I'm like posing with a rose in my mouth like this, you know? And it's like in the bio, like part of the thing was like, Marshall, Marshall's, yeah, Marshall has his own business. It's a business where he'll come to your house and throw a party and he'll be the best time of your life, right? And so what I'm realizing, bro, is I'm like, man, all I've ever wanted to do is just help, help people have a good time. I, I love that. Wow. But somewhere along the line of learning entrepreneurship, I was programmed to believe that my self-worth was only as valuable as as much money as I could make people. But what I'm acutely aware of all of a sudden yesterday with Adrian is that that's not my role. I'm literally just meant to help people create a space where they can unplug from their problems and their feelings and step into and actually have fun and enjoy themselves. But here's the thing, Kyle. This is, this is the fucking dirty trick about it. And this is what's so happy. This is what's making me so happy about it. Because this is the part that fulfills me. Is I, and you know too. I know that anybody, anybody that spends a week with Marshall Gillen, when they leave, they're going to be transformed. Not 
because of what I tell them to do, but because they're going to see my infectious energy and how I'm natural, how I just am, how I just am. And they're going to see when we're walking by a fucking hummingbird, I go, oh, are you kidding me? How cool is that? Or and the cactus. Or the cactus or anything. <laughs> like, it's not because I'm, I'm better than anybody. This is just how God made me. And so I'm like, I go, I told Adrian, I turned to him in that moment. I go, oh my God, bro. I go, I'm not supposed to coach or consult or sell anything. I said, I'm literally just supposed to host events. I said, Marshall Plews is supposed to just be an event series. Like I realize now, Kyle, that my job is to run this show and to host events. Not, not for nothing. Like, not, like no, no like promise. I'm just telling you, if you come to this event, you're going to have the most fun of your life, period. And I experienced that. That was like the point. I point back to the retreat for like, I mean, even though I was like, uh, having anxiety because it was yeah. my, like, you know what I mean? It was new yeah. for me and all that, but I was still like, Hey, like, bro, like we were playing basketball in the arcade and shit, bro. Like that shit was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking amazing. Fucking sick man bully. Yeah. We're in the fucking game room, right? Dude, I'm telling you fun. And so I realized yesterday I was like, Oh my God. I said, um, I said, I'm just designed to, I'm supposed to make people have fun. Marshall Palooza, uh, Labor Day party. Cool, bro. Uh, let's have a Halloween party. Should we get a place in Sedona and have a Halloween party? A three-day mm. Halloween party. Cool, bro. How about we get a, we rent a penthouse fucking room in De Blasio upstairs with a fucking hot tub jacuzzi and we have a fucking Super Bowl party, a one-day Super Bowl party where we could go down and do sports betting. But like, you know what I mean? I'll vet the whole oh, yeah. Like, how about we have a New Year's Eve party? How about we host a fucking uh, Cinco de Mayo? How about we fucking host a party for Black, for, uh, Black History Month? Like, how about we do something for like all the things? Like, uh, Marshall Gillen, is designed to help people fucking have fun and be happy. And I don't know, I, I've tried for the last four years to get them to do that when, they're, when, when they leave me. And I, I've, I have failed, I have failed miserably as a coach and as a consultant, guys. I feel like I have failed as a coach and consultant, but it's because I, I've been out of alignment. And so I'm making, I'm telling you guys this live, I'm sharing this with Kyle right in front of you. I told you our life is gonna be a lot funner, simpler and easier going forward. From this day forward, there's nothing you can buy from me publicly besides coming to Marshall Palooza. And so the first wow. Palooza that we're doing is Labor Day. It's, it's Labor Day. It's, I, it's September 6th through September 12th. And so I got, I'm getting a, um, so it's one of four places still, but a cabin, ma a mansion cabin in Lake Tahoe, which is in California, guys, in Northern California in the mountains. It's fucking gorgeous. And we're going to close out summer together. We're going to close out summer. We're going to fly in on Sunday afternoon. We're all going to pick our rooms within the mansion. I have some fun uh, icebreaker games and some silly stuff that we're going to do on that first night. Uh, on Monday, we're going to wake up and we're going to have a fucking Labor Day party. Like, I'm going to have a DJ there. Um, we're going to have some drinks. We're going to have a ton of food. We're going to have an amazing time. Uh, when we uh, wake up the next day, we're going to really get do a whole pampering day, a recovery day. Right out, right out there. Right out there at the mansion. Don't you know? Okay? <laughs> going to do that. And um, we're going to do some things like... Uh, I don't know, some massages, maybe some fucking wow. yoga. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I think about getting one of those IV people up there. Give us some IVs and some vitamins. But like not the vitamins we take every morning and throughout the day, but like other vitamins to make us healthy too. All vitamins wow. are good for you. And so it's, um, you know, it, it's just that's what I realized when I was with Adrian yesterday. Now I want to share something because I want to share something publicly about you. Because again, you've helped me do something that nobody else could have helped me do. And that I couldn't have had the space if it wasn't for you. And so I want, to, I want people to be very, very aware of how this is working. But I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay. So Marshall Palooza, and it's just coming to me. I'm like, on Wednesday then, after our recovery day on Tuesday, on Wednesday, we'll wake up and we'll do something crazy. Like, I don't know, go, go fucking on a hike. 
well, well I'll, I'll get everybody in a van and we'll go out to a hike. Now you've experienced hikes with me. They're transformational, right? Mm. Uh, that was, <laughs> you've heard me mention it before, like that hike and that, um, that whole event, that whole experience was like, I referenced that as one of my like, like game changing moments. The hikes that we go on in uh, Marshall Palooza literally will change your life. People would, if, if once I have enough testimonials, I could literally sell a one day hike alone and people would probably invest in it because it's that, it's that life shattering. Listen, you guys, I didn't, oh, yeah. purpose. I don't know. I don't know why I don't know why. And so then I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Wednesday we'll go on a cool hike. I said, what about Thursday though? Wonder what there is to do Thursday. Can we do like rock climbing or zip lining or the fucking four wheelers? Like, can we go hunt Bigfoot? Nope, 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 mm. nope. Go look for Bigfoot. That's not, I don't <laughs> want to hunt Bigfoot. I love Bigfoot. I am dedicated to finding him or her. Or yeah. uh, which, Interesting. Uh, totally side note, and I don't want like to stay here too long, but I believe Bigfoot is real. Mm. And what I believe, bro, is that Bigfoot is actually, uh, and this is going to sound out there for some people, and then, okay, but I'm just being honest. So, like, you know, how we talked about like uh, Venus, we have become a social uh, learning complex, social, like a social learning complex. Yeah. Right? one thing that every all the people and knowledge now all the wisdom of all time on venus when it collapsed within itself that consciousness that wisdom became uh then a fifth density uh social complex that's what earth is going to be that's what's going to happen to earth it's all going to be moving in moving into as it goes towards its that's what happened uh, ascension yeah but the mars mars killed himself mars was just an earlier experiment of earth but they gave mars opposable thumbs and they not on purpose they thought they were good people but they gave into war and destruction Mm -hmm. that's why mars ended but some of the people that were on Mars were able to leave there and come to Earth. And, and, um, and they're being, quote unquote, stored. That consciousness is, quote unquote, being stored as a Bigfoot um, in case this race kills itself off, that, that the alien can re-pick pick it back up through the Bigfoot. And wow. so the reason we can't see them is because they literally, the way that they, the frequency they vibrate at is, is not visible to us on purpose. Oh, well, yeah. That now, makes sense. To anybody, not like that's fucking wow. bananas. I know. So don't believe that. I don't care. I'm not like, I'm not here to convince you. I'm just, I'm literally just having a conversation with Kyle. Yeah. I've never, I've never heard about it yeah. explained like this. So I'm just, uh, it, but nothing rejects that. Yeah. So. It's super funny because now that, because uh, when now we go with Adrian's total opposite of me, like he's so funny. He's totally opposite. He's not plugged in. He's not online. Like he's totally opposite of me. And so like now, but every time we go someplace, it's a running joke where I'm always like, oh, I'm going to look for Bigfoot. I said, oh, well, this is the place where we find Bigfoot. I, I have a joke. I carry this knife on me. And um, Adrian just taught me like uh, there was this, this, little, this little thing there. He's like, I can put, you can put your finger, your thumb in there. And with a flick of a wrist, you can open it up. And I, I don't know why that blew my mind because I just learned that. And so now the ongoing, because now that every time we go somewhere, I have a little knife tucked in here. And so the ongoing joke with Adrian everywhere we go is I'll just be, we'll just be walking down somewhere and I'll be like, what, what, what? <laughs> and he's like, bro, put that knife away. Because at first he's like, quit doing that. And now he just laughs. He's like, bro, so you're going somebody. And I'm like, no, bro, I'm fucking hard. What, 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 you know? you know and so sometimes we'll be walking at nighttime and i'll be like what bigfoot you don't fuck with me what you know? and so on uh, what are you going to do with that knife if you see bigfoot though pat him <laughs> i'm like what i'm like what what oh, oh that's oh, funny oh my oh bro bro my bad my bad I love you. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to do with all people. That's why we're starting Marshall Palooza. And so I'm like, I don't know, maybe on Thursday we'll go do something. We'll go do something active. 
Friday, the last day, I thought, you know what we should do? We should do a fucking nice little, because by that time, let's be real, we're all adults. We might want to just have another celebration because we're going to go home the next day. And so I yeah. said, I said, end it with a bang. Yeah. And you know what? I was like, this is my party. And you know what I want to do? I love pontoon boats. Mm. I don't need to go fast. Wow. I want to fucking cruise. So why don't we get a couple party barges together? And why don't we cruise Lake Tahoe with some fucking drivers and some cooks and have a good time? Have a little, have a little celebration of kinmans, of kins, kinsmanship, kins, mm. a friendship, that sounds right. a friendship, a fr friendship and love, yeah, love of companionship, and um, and uh, you know, really just re enjoy ourselves because I guarantee you, if you come to Marshall Plaza for a week, dude, not only is going to change your life, but you are literally going to have the happy. You get, you got it on video in the past and right now. Like I second that wholeheartedly, one thousand percent behind, uh, like facts, like. Come, but that, come to be around you for a week and it's transformational dude that's all that's it though and again i'm not i'm not uh, kyle and i i just didn't get, get, get a chance to call kyle last night we were going to talk about this so i was like we'll just talk about it on air um yeah. but that's it bro like that's what i'm realizing i'm like dude i just want to i just want to host marshall palooza's because i because i just i'm good i'm good in real life and i don't like selling stuff and so um i'm not going to anymore they like you can go to marshallgillen.com and buy like merch um eventually i'm going to have my own supplements uh, line and um my own strand of vitamin my own strand of, uh, I don't know, maybe a sativa, mm -hmm. maybe a hybrid. I'm not sure. I'm going to talk with my guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to do things I want to do. Like uh, I want to go to Tulum. Adrian and I want to go to um, the Yucatan and we want to go like to Tulum. So we're going to put together a party for like, I don't know, maybe five or 10 of us um, that want to do the same thing. Obviously these things aren't free, you guys. I'm going to vet and cure yeah. everything, but it's like, um, you know, like who wants to go to Tulum? You know, hey man, like this is crazy, but I'm thinking about getting a PJ and flying from LA to New York um for dinner does anybody want to do a mastermind on there a business mastermind marshall palooza air wow like air palooza like what well, i don't know you know what i mean no but, yeah but that's gonna be that's wow i just want to create i just want to create and help people and it's so crazy because my friend adrian yesterday he's not like plugged in at all bro he's just completely different to me and we're standing in the middle of the fucking creek yesterday i'm holding those onions in my hand and I'm just telling him out loud what I just told you earlier about, wow, the gratitude I have for this moment. I was in the most beautiful scene, bro, setting. It was so quiet. It was, dude, it was so beautiful. And I said, man, I, I want to share this with more people. Um, he said, make a video, bro. And I, he's, uh, I, I was like, no, nah, bro, because what I've been conditioned is that that's not right, especially with my ex-girlfriend. She would always be like, can't you ever just be present? Which was actually ironic because I was always very present. And sometimes I wanted to capture the moment because I was aware enough I, I, that was a story I could share. So over the last few years, I always program myself that like, that's fucked up. Don't, don't ruin the moment, blah, 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 blah. But Adrian of all fucking people yesterday was like, bro, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go with it. Like if you feel the need to create, you need to create Marshall Gillen. He, he's like, that's, and Adrian's like a real hard ass guy. Like he's not a touchy, emotional, feely guy. He's like, he grew up with a, um, with a older brother that was involved in some fucked up stuff. And like, he's just real hard dude. So this is a, a reformed man, right? A hardened man. And he was a state, uh, state correctional officer in Joliet prison, which is a notorious Statesville, which is a notoriously just dangerous ass fucking place to work and to be locked up in. And he turns out, he's like, bro, you're a creator. He said, Marshall Gillen. He said, if you got to create, he said, you got to create. He said, don't let anybody else tell you that that's not right or anything. And I didn't even, bro, I didn't even bring it up. He looked at me and just started telling me this. Okay. That's how, you know, I'm in line. I'm a lot of this, this dude. Right. And he's like, Pull that out. He's like, I don't, don't. He's like, don't worry about me. He said, don't worry. I ever worry about what anybody else says about you, bro. 
And so he starts walking away and um, I said, do your thing. And so I, I fucking made a video about it. An awesome like, like six minute video. And those are the kind of things I like to make, right? And it's interesting because a couple, like a week before when him and I were in uh, Yellow River uh, in Iowa, camping in the middle of nowhere, he's the reason the Marshall Gillen show is this now, like what it is now, he's the reason because I, wow. I was telling him what I was scared of. I was telling him I was scared of, and he said, and again, I, he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, cause he's grown up with me. He's like, that's bullshit. He's like, you're Marshall Gillen. He's like, you're the best at everything. You always have been. He's like, you just need to do that. He's like, that's what you're supposed to do, man. He, he's like, dude, spiritual, spiritual wise and like, um, creator wise and conspiracy wise. Like Adrian is on, he's where I'm at. He's where, he's where we're at. Right. And so I'm like, dude, you're fucking right. And so when I came back that Friday, that's when the Marshall Gillen show took the new format. And we've been, we've been live ever since because of Adrian. Uh -huh. This is the important thing I want to share with you and what I learned from him yesterday or two days ago. So we're floating down the river two days ago on the kayaks, which again, I don't ever want to do the things he wants to do. We're at my, we're at my apartment here. He wants to walk a mile and a half to the park instead of drive. I say, no, Adrian, I'm not walking to the park. He's like, come on, man. And he just leaves. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. And, and then we get back in the park and I'm like, bro, I'm so glad we walked. That was the best part of it. Yesterday, we got to a point in the trail where we had to get our shoes wet and actually get in the water. And I was like, I'm not getting in the fucking water, bro. And he gets in the water, just starts going. He's like, come on, man, stop being a baby. I'm like, I'm not getting in the water, Adrian. And he keeps walking. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. So I get in the water. We walk across the other side of the, uh, the stream. That's where I found the onions, which ended up being the best part of my day. And then we decided to walk wow. a quarter of a mile up the creek, which ended up being an even cooler part of the day. We got back in the truck and I was like, Adrian, I said, thanks for making me get in the water. I said, you always make me get, do the things that make me uncomfortable, but that, I, that helped me grow, like starting my show, right? And this is what I realized as we were floating down the river the other day, which again, I, wow. dude, I'm telling you, it's like clockwork. I get all of my work done and all of a sudden the universe right around 1, 1.30, I promise you guys, because I plan, I, I expect, I don't expect, I intend for the universe to bring me whatever it's going to bring me for the day. And so I have a schedule. Once my, I'm done with the schedule of working, which would be right around one o'clock, it's, I'm, bro, I'm telling you, Kyle, it's, it's wild. Somebody will text me and they'll be like, yo, bro, let's go do this. And so Adrian texted me the other day. He's like, let's float down the river, kayak down the river. I'm like, oh, I don't want to kayak down the river for four hours. But I just said, yes. I just said, yes, because I've been knowing. And so I'm floating down the river with him the other day and I'm looking at him and he's just laid out in his kayak. Because we're just chilling, you know, and we're floating. And I'm sitting there kind of meditating. I'm looking at him, and I was just so overwhelmed with gratitude because I said, I thought to myself, we're so different, him and I. But he's my best friend. And even when I get turned up and I'm spinning, he never judges me. And he's always there in the drop of a hat because he just looks at me and he goes, fucking Marshall, God, you know? And then when I'm done, like, whatever. And I was like, that man just allows me to be me. And he supports me as me and he accepts me as me. And that's the only thing I want. So why do I keep trying to find it in people that won't give it to me? And then in that instant, I thought about you. And then my other friend, Dana, popped in my head. And another friend of mine, uh, Joshua Carter, popped in my head. And the four of you, I, I just realized, and I literally broke down crying in my kitchen this morning when I was thinking about it. And, and just a side note to anybody, uh, if you ever feel like you're overwhelmed with gratitude and you want to cry, I recommend, because it, it's powerful for me, I literally dropped to my knees 100% of the time. Even when I think it's silly or I'm in the middle of somewhere wow. because, it, because it, it just reinforces to me how great, like I literally hit my knees and I bow down in gratitude and I just cry. But anyways, um, and I realized that on the river yesterday, I realized that the four of you, like, again, it's one of those instant thoughts. I was like the exact people, the exact kind of people that I, well, I want 
to surround me are here already. And even if I didn't have any of the more than these four people, I am so loved and supported. I couldn't even ask for more. And I promised myself in that moment that I was going to let it go. So when I got off, when I got off the river and I let out anger and rage in that video, it was because I had just made peace with the fact that I'm, I'm okay with like, with, I, I, I'm, I love me and I love my people and I love where I'm at. But there was an unhealed wound in there, which was don't question my fucking integrity because you're questioning me. And so when I reacted in rage in that video, I finally released so much anger that I had for so many, so many years, the last like three or four years that as soon as I honored that emotion and surrendered to it and I let it express itself, I was able because of the awareness to be able to make a good decision and change it and go, wow, I feel fucking better. And in that moment I go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to the four of you. I'm so sorry to those, the Gillen gang who's been following me. I'm so sorry to everybody that I've been trying to prove myself through creating more results because I didn't love and accept myself enough. And that's what's going on in the mm -hmm. world right now. It's the world where people are hurt by their past and they don't understand the process. And so they lash out. We talk about all the time. Anger is a proactive emotion to keep yourself from being hurt that you learned as a response to a trauma in your past life. I don't know where these words come from, bro. Goddamn words. They float <laughs> in the water, son. And it's like, um, it's just crazy that, that, that more people aren't, don't have an opportunity to see that, to be able to hear that. And that's why we share these, this, this story. And that's why I share these shows, share this. That's why we have this show. And I share these stories. See, as soon as I call myself out, God's like, tap. <laughs> Be humble. Right. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and so um, it's been crazy because what I found is that when you dial in and you're in the right rooms, what's just say right situations with the right people who have the right information, that's when everything changes. We broke this down on yesterday's episode, but that's the three things that make anybody successful. You have to first be in the right situation. You have to be with the right people. And we even talked about it, that just being in the right situation isn't enough. That's not enough because you have to be in the right situation, but you have to be in the right situation with the right people. Now we talked about the right people is not necessarily who you energetically vibe with. Maybe you're very outgoing. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. Maybe you love human beings. But all of a sudden when I post all lives matter and you post black lives matter, oh, all of a sudden. So that's what I mean. You can be, you can be in the same with the same with the right people, but they might not have the right information that you need to be happy, have fun, fulfilled. Right. And so that's what we're looking at. You need to be in the right situations with the right type of people who have the right information to get you where you want to go. Nothing is better or worse, right or wrong. It's just how do you want to experience this human, this human life. And so once you start to look at it like that and you start to realize that you guys break it down from the basics like that, you can start to dial into the people who are going to help you make the kind of decisions that you want to make who in the life is having the success that you want to have and how can you model what it is that they're already doing? That's why we created this show. And so I'm like just inviting people. I'm going like, yo, dude, we should probably unplug from the system. And did you know that once you're willing to unplug from the system and you're willing to take a step back and go, okay, what is it that actually triggers me? And then once you find out what triggers me, you go, okay, what emotion does that trigger in me? Where else in my life right now do I also get that emotion? Oh, oh there's a new trigger. That's a trigger. That's a trigger. Wow, I didn't realize I had all those triggers. And then where or when is the first time I remember feeling that emotion? When's the first time I remember feeling rage? When's the first time I remember Marshall having your integrity questioned? Oh shit. That was when I was fucking eight and I did that thing uh, where I fucking, um, I'm seven years old. I'm like a little tiny boy. My stepdad has me out working like a grown ass man, unsupervised on a fucking big ass farm. I, I don't know anything about. I'm a little boy. I'm pushing this like 500 pound feed cart full of fucking feed, ground corn feed. I can barely push it. I'm seven, right? 
and there's big old fucking slots in these cement slats that line this farrowing house that looking back on now, I've, ugh, it was like 50 or 70 sows in there having litters and we take them out and fill it up inside. And so I'm this little ass boy every night having to push this all by myself. I don't know where the fuck my stepdad is. I'm supposed to feed these animals and it fucking tips over on me. I was trying to get around the corner. It tips over on my fucking leg. I'm lucky he didn't take my leg off. I'm fucking bawling. I'm crying. The feed sp cart spills over. It was almost full. Most of it goes down into the fucking under the slats where all the shit and the piss runs so they can slurry it out. And I got, I, he runs out and get yelled at. I'm going to get screamed at. I'm crying. My leg is fucking hurting. I'm terrified because I'm seven. I, I grew up in a fucking town, right? And I, I'm getting screamed at and told how stupid I am and how worthless I am. I can't be left alone to do a goddamn thing. God, I can't leave you alone to do a goddamn thing right. That's what's being programmed into me, you know? And so it's like, okay, cool. You think about that thing. It's like, well, when is the first time I remember, remember having my integrity question? And then you think about, okay, well, what's the next thing? Well, I start to remember as I, it got even worse as I got into high school. And the more, the more things that were really cool that I got to do, like a Mr. SHS or go on a class trip or go to a party after school or go to the movies, which my mom was rooting me on, uh, we were programmed to think that's fucking selfish. Why would you want to go to a town and party when you need to be working? You're so goddamn lazy. I got to do everything around here by myself, right? And so this is not about me. I'm not trying to make you guys feel bad for me, but how do you guys see yourself in my story? That's the thing, Kyle. Most people don't understand this. And so what happens is my rage, unless I fix it, will come out in whatever kind of experience is in the reality. And so if Donald Trump pisses me off because it, in my perception of him, he's the authoritarian that tells, telling me I can't do everything. And, and I felt that originally from my stepdad. And I, I want to willingly stay ignorant. So I keep making the decision to only have a little bit of information, which I probably get from the mainstream media. And on that headline, I'm going to make my decision. And then when Marshall Gillen and Kyle Dillinger show up and go, yo, bro, hey, yo, girl, let me make a split. Did you know this? Let me share this information with you. They go, no, I don't need to know anymore to know he's a racist fucking asshole. I hate him. I don't need that. Right. People are willingly staying ignorant. And that's why we make this show, dude, because once you can start to surround, put yourself in situations with people who actually want the same things that you want, but they also have the right information, that's when everything changes. And so for me, bro, that's what I realized. That's what, if you want to help me build this business, obviously I want to keep going, but we'll talk about that off air because we'll yeah. get more clarity about it. But, um, like, that's the thing. I've been trying to make that, I've been trying to create that space for people through coaching and consulting. And I've had results, but you know who, you know who suffered the most is me. And that's what most people do. They continue to suffer because they think that that's what they're supposed to do because they think that they're validated in acceptance and will be loved if they help enough people. And then they get really mad and angry and frustrated and lonely because they realize that they never, the, that kind of energy is never reciprocated to them. Because on a quantum realm, which is void of the thought and only only tunes into frequency and actual vibration of cells, the energy at an energetic quantum realm, right? Physics level. Mm -hmm. It shows that those emotions are not resourceful. And so to be able to attract the things that we want, we have to be able to create an emotion of acceptance and forgiveness and love and understanding and relatability. And so that's why you were, you know, broke down a little bit on air earlier. And it's like, yo, bro, like our dads, our moms, like the black community, the yellow community, like nobody's doing this on purpose. I mean, like nobody's making you feel like this on purpose. It's a choice. There are people out there that will, will dial into that frequency and they will fucking kill you if you choose to dial into it, which it's really easy to. It's, easy to, it's easier to choose hate over fear or fear and hate over love and acceptance, forgiveness especially. But it's not right or wrong, this or that. It's just an opportunity. And so that's why we exist. Wow. I want you guys to you're understand. Just, you're making me, you're, you're reflecting a lot in me and I'm, I'm aligning with a lot of that. Like I've been, um, I, I, 
have been avoiding certain information for that reason exactly. Yeah. And um, I feel like I've, you don't yeah. want to break down the narrative that you've created in your head because you you're comfortable you're at and you not might you might not be willing to accept what it is that you know is out there because you don't know if you can handle anymore because in your life you've always been given so much that like you're at a breaking point where like you just don't know if you can handle any news. But in the reality, like you're always waiting for the next shoe to fall. And so you, there's always going to be the next event where you're like feeling that feeling because um, of a perception, not because there's anything wrong with you, but because like that's just the programming. So now you're breaking free and the veil's coming off your eyes and you're going, yeah, that I, these things I know, it is true. I, I can feel it. Damn, I, this all aligns. And that's what people are doing. But then they tune back into the media because they don't have friends like us. They don't have shows like us. They don't have friends like Adrian, Adrian like Joshua, like Dana, like Kyle. They don't have friends like that. And so they dial back in because it's easy. It's comfortable. At least they know what to expect, which is chaos. That's the only reason we go live every day, bro. Like, I'm not going to coach anybody anymore. I'm not consulting. Like, that time has passed. It is. It's gone. But I'm not going to publicly sell that anymore. It's just not fun to me. I don't have fun doing that. I never have fun doing that. I have fun coming on here and doing this. This is fun. But after that, it's not fun for me. So right. what I do, bro, is I just travel in nature. Mm, you're making it. Uh, I, I, you know um, as well as I do, others might not, um, that I'm building consulting with my dad. Um, we're getting, we're like getting it set up as we speak, but now it's like, now I'm starting to like, like, do I really want to be doing that? And I do because I want, I'm building something with my dad, but that's something yeah. me and him are going to have to talk about. Like yeah. if we're going to be consulting or doing it in a different fashion. I wasn't happy. So what I'm going to yeah. do is host events. That's me. I'm Marshall Palooza. Like first one's Labor Day weekend. Kick off. We're kicking off the whole thing. Labor Day weekend. I mean, literally like, well, I'll, I'll actually, guys, I want to tell you, I'll, I'll tell you how, I'll tell you how Marshall Palooza started and then we'll, uh, we'll take a, a last commercial break real quick. I'm going to grab a little bit more coffee and some water. Uh, and then why don't we share how Marshall Palooza literally started with the fucking, I literally got busted and then now uh, we'll end the show today. We'll end on that note and uh, just give people uh, some space and some time to, you know, maybe, um, just process what we talked about today. You know, yeah. yeah, which is something I need, so that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, well how, what, 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 just, what do you mean by that? Well, just like like I'm just aligning with like a lot of what you're talking about, how we just talked about, like getting plugged yeah. back in and not being around people that are talking about those situations and 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 uh, things like that. So Good. just Marshall, a lot of reflections. People gotta come out to Marshall Blues and be around me and you, bro. I'm telling you, we'll fucking change your life. You guys, this is the Marshall Gillen Show. Right. June fourth, we will see you on the flippity flip flip. Yeah, here with my boy, Larry, just hanging out. So check this out, guys. Two years ago, I literally walked outside with my phone. I told you guys, check it out. This is my journey to becoming a highly paid public speaker. I don't have it for work. It may fall flat on my face. I don't think I will. And over the last two years, you guys have seen me built a multi-six-figure business from scratch using just my mobile, mobile phone and social media and learning how to use public speaking and storytelling to help people change their lives, help them make more money. And so I'm telling you guys this is because a lot of people reach out to me and they ask, Marshall, how do I do that? Well, first off, you have to understand that maybe you don't want to be a public speaker. Maybe you don't want to work online. Maybe, maybe social media and all of that is not the answer for you. But it doesn't matter what the details are of what you want to do or, or how you do it. Um, what I want you to think about, though, is how do you achieve that? What are the action steps that you have to take to actually make that happen? And so for me, the two biggest things that changed everything for me was one, you guys hear me say this all the time, man. You've got to have the right information with the right people, right? You've got to have the right information because if you don't have the right information to solve the problems that you need, you're never going to solve it. That's obvious, right? The second thing is you have to be in the right room with the right people. So it's not, it's not enough just to have the knowledge. You have to be in the right room with the right people. So 
what I'm going to suggest to you guys, and I'm going to challenge you guys is to continue to get uncomfortable, continue to push yourself outside of your limits, continue to reach up, to leverage up. How do you meet higher level people? How do you build those relationships? How do you learn the information from the right people in the right room? If you guys start asking yourselves those questions, you're going to start having a lot more success in your life, a lot more fulfillment, a lot more joy, a lot more money too. Yo, what is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Marshall Gillen Show. This is the end of the show. We're going to wrap this bad boy up, but we've been talking about something we're excited about, and that is uh, we're excited to be the type of show going forward that uh, really focuses not on, on trying to ever prove anything, but just having a genuine like, yo, this is what we're going through. This is the right. situation. Uh, like no pressure. You kind of no like just, just show up and talk it out. <laughs> Kyle wants to be a content creator, um, and he wants to help people. And so it's uh, awesome that uh, he shows up here on my doorstep uh, after I uh, have all this information and knowledge that's hundreds of thousands of dollars investing years and all the blood, sweat, and tears. And that I like to show up as a, as a reflection that I need in my life um, is a small price to pay is to be able to mentor somebody like Kyle because he's fucking smarter than I am. He's probably harder working than I am too. And so it's like, you know, for the universe to bring that to me and to be able to have that opportunity to mentor somebody like you is, is a gift. And so I just want to remind people, like, I'm not here to, I'm not going to sell you, sell you anything anymore. Like, I, I don't like it. It's not fun. It's literally against my number one core value. And I haven't been honoring, I haven't been honoring myself. You know what's wow. fun to me? Fucking planning a, a week long uh, vacation for people. Like, are you kidding me? You're going to, you're going to let me plan you a week long vacation, bro, or fucking girl. I promise you, you're about to have the fucking best week of your life. Okay. Wow. I, um, this is how much money you need to invest. And for your investment, this is what you're going to get. Oh my God. I promise you'll be on like any other week. That's, um, I don't, I, I know it doesn't seem like it because the way my energy comes off, but I'm aligning with that also. Like I'm ready to like step away from, from like the, what I've been doing basically is just, yeah. um, and I like it and I'm, I may go back to it. I understand it might be a season, but for right now where my head's at, like, I just, like, I want, I need those those moments to like have fun and like let those Bro. like um, those drugs that are quote unquote, so to speak, um, be released in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. The hormones. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Hormones. There we go. Um, you know, it's interesting though, because it's, again, if we look back to when we were younger, we'll almost always figure out what it meant we were meant we were supposed to do. And what I mean by that is think about what you want to do when you were 18. Literally you guys like right around that time, what did you really want to do when you went and sat down in your counselor's office? And it was time to figure out your fucking what you're supposed to apply for for college. It's a bullshit scam. The biggest public scam in the fucking history of America. Maybe not the biggest public scam. There's a lot. <laughs> the what's going on right now uh, with the establishment? Yeah, they're all really, they're all like in the same realm, same level to me. But dude, um, you know what was I saying? Um, yeah, you would almost you can looking back to when you were a child, you can almost always find. Oh yeah, dude. Good job today, man. Really, <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, if you if you look back to that time when you sat down your counselors, I take a lot of vitamins. I do. I can't help it. <laughs> I sometimes take a lot of vitamins, dude. Same, and, same. But we yeah, same, same. We like it. If you haven't gone to marshallgillen.com and got your take your vitamins gear or your vitamin pack, uh, go there. I have one. I keep all my vitamins in it because my zipper broke. It's on its mm. way to the house. Yeah, I, I didn't order I didn't order the vitamin pack on uh, that one, but I do have some stuff coming that I'm super excited for. Uh, dude, when I, it's the um it's a big European style one too. So I, 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 I feel, Oh, maybe I'll just make a video of it. I feel like when I get it, like when it shows up at my door and I, I open it up, 
I wish the Drake song, Oh, You Fancy, huh? would come on and like reality would happen in slow motion. He'd be like, Oh, you fancy, huh? Oh, you fancy, huh? Hair done, tail, or the hair done, nails done, everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm fanning my bad opinion. So, anyways, you look back when you're 18, it's like there's that thing that we all want to do, but then we, there's that thing that we feel like we have to do to go make money or something like this. But if you really truly look back when you were like young, like what were you really up to? And so, if I look back when I was young, dude, when I graduated high school, when I graduated the, my, between my senior year and going to Southern Illinois for their full ride, my parents decided to go to Wisconsin Dells with my sister. I live in a, a Northern Illinois. Wisconsin Dells is like one of the places to go. We've gone there since we've been family forever, forever and ever and ever. Like we've always gone there. This year I was a big boy and I decided, mom, dad, I'm not fucking going. <laughs> I'm going. I'm not fucking going. Or was it, I'm not fucking leaving. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I said, yeah, I'm not going. So I'm not going. And I don't know why I don't have one. I have no idea how the fuck. I got away with that because Phil hated me. My mom must have had to fucking finagle some shit. She was probably looking out. I don't know. Thank God. It was probably World War III. I don't even know how I fucking, mm. I don't know how my mind swung that for me. Um, but anyway, so uh, they leave and I'm like, we, we live out in the country. Big pool, big, big ass deck, um, hot tub, big, uh, huge yard, like bunch of stuff. Fucking, but there was like ducks and geese and, you know, there's a few farm miles. Yeah. Um, all the shit. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm hosting a party. Now, Old School had just come out, the movie Old School, and they, there's a scene in there where the, one of the characters throws a Mitchapalooza. And it's the re-releasing Mitch into the wild, right? Mitchapalooza. And Snoop Dogg's there. Snoop, Snoop a loop. Hey, grab your hat. We're going streaking and do the quad and into the gymnasium. Anyway, um, Old School pops in my head. And, I, and in that moment, I'm like, oh my God, I'm having a party called Marshall Palooza. And so I got this big fucking bed sheet from Walmart, big ass bed sheet and spray paint cans and spray painted Marshall Palooza, hung it up, bro. And I had a fake ID. So we got fucking cakes, a beer, and I text, was texting some of my friends and uh, we got a party together. And it wasn't just like a little party, bro. There was literally like over, probably over 120 kids out there, all kinds mm. of them. It's right. It's like a mini Project X. Dude, 100%. Up and down the country road that we lived on, there was, I mean, there was like 120 people out there. So imagine the cut. We're in high school. I mean, imagine the cars. There was there was cars everywhere. They were just everywhere. I mean, it was like it was crazy. And and this is the nighttime, right? It's like a Saturday night. So you know, the neighbors across the way, which is like a little bit across the way, but like the only neighbor really out there, they probably got a little curious about what was going on over at the uh, old Schneider residence, and uh, saw a bunch of underage kids doing some drinking, doing some smoking of the pot. I didn't smoke any pot uh, back then. Um, which why would I, cause it was illegal. Oh wait, I was drinking underage. So <laughs> well, we're having a party and a whole bunch of crazy shit goes down. Dude, I'm telling you the original Marshall Palooza was maybe the craziest night of my life still. And I've done a lot of crazy shit. Okay. I've done some crazy shit in the original Marshall Palooza that night from the, from the my moment it started when I got home to a bunch of topless women laying up, laying out on my deck. Okay to when the last fucking person left the cornfield the next morning in soggy wet socks in the aftermath of what was a fucking essentially police raid. That was the craziest night maybe of my life. Wow. And maybe I'll talk about that tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow we'll actually share what happened, but the Marshall Palooza, the original one, um, I will just say that uh, it was interesting because all I simply wanted to do was just host people and have a good time. And it just got out of hand. I just got out of my hands.
Where like I went to the fucking grocery store and I got like steaks and like, these vegetable, fresh vegetables and herbs and stuff. And and like I I got a keg of beer and like I got some pool toys and everything was like I was set up to for people just to have like towels all like set up to just have a good time. And then people showed up and fucked it up and like you know got out of control. But that's how Marshall Palooza was born. Hmm. We're gonna have a much more responsible wow. one, a much safer <laughs> one, and a much more transformational one uh, uh, come uh, Labor Day. But uh, if you guys are curious, uh, you guys can text me. You guys know the number. It's 833-222-2694. Just shoot me a text if you guys want. Or you guys can literally go to my website, marshallgillen.com, and get more information about it. But uh, we got We're gonna have to vote. So maybe tomorrow, what we'll do, bro, is we'll um, we'll let people vote. We'll we'll say, you know, do you want to do number one? You guys want to do number two? You guys want to do number three? You guys like number four? Maybe I'll take some vitamins mm. all day and I'll come up with like a six, seven, and nine. And hey, so far, out of the quick glance, number three was my vote. Number three with the yeah. mouth. Yeah. You notice how I didn't say eight when I counted? No. You know why? Why? Because seven jumped over eight and knocked nine oh. and out. <laughs> but oh, not no. Okay, dad joke. Dude, I got dad jokes all day. Here, I'll tell you another dad joke. Three strings walk into a bar. Okay? You said three strings? I don't remember the joke. <laughs> no, I haven't told it in a while. The string joke is my go-to joke for grandparents. Now oh, I can't okay. Remember it for tomorrow. Oh. So, three strings walk into a bar. Okay, sit down. Bartender walks up to him and says, hey, yo, you guys can't drink here. No strings allowed. Look at the sign. No strings allowed. You guys got to go. No strings drinking in here. So the strings walk outside. They're really bummed out. They're like, that's not fair. That's there. He's, he's prejudiced against strings, right? The one string is like, I've had enough. He's real mad. So what he does is just watch this. He twists his body up. He contorts it. He twists it all around within itself. He takes the end of his string and he he puts it all up and he freaking like spikes it all up so it's sticking out. And he and he walks back in. His friends like, oh my god, what are you doing? String walks back in. He sits down. He orders a beer. Bartender comes up to him. He says, aren't you the string I just kicked out of here? He said, no, I'm afraid not. Oh no! I'm not, all day, bro. That, 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 not that all day. No, that ain't it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny though. But you know, I admire it. But uh, you know why I tell that joke? Because it's um, it's a grandparent joke. If I tell mm -hmm. grandparents that joke, they laugh a hundred percent of the time. And as a bartender, for years, I realized that once you learn a few couple a couple lines, you just go back to them all the time. Like. And in San Diego at the bar, I would only, there was a tour spot. So at the longest people would be there for like five days. So I worked with the same girls for like five years. And I said the same like 20 lines for five years. So they heard it all the time, but to the guest, it was always brand new. And it always seemed, oh, off, yeah. the cuff. It always seemed off the cuff. They're always like, oh yeah, I, I told you. Oh bro, you're, you're the best bartender ever. Oh really? I'm not really a bartender, bro. I really picture myself as like more of a game show host. Oh my God, hearty, har, 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 har. And the girls are like rolling their eyes like, oh, this motherfucker. Meanwhile, I'm fucking raking in the cash, baby. But that's the thing, man. You look back to when I was 18 and what was I doing? I was trying to host a party, having a good time, you know? Mm. And, um, so maybe we made some space for the Gillen gang today to, uh, to be able to do that. How are you feeling about what, going, what we got going forward, bro? How, I don't how do you know, bro. I'm noticing that. It, I don't know. Like I'm feeling... A lot of uh, like how we've been talking about all over the place. I I I don't I can't 
it seems like um, up until now, I haven't been able to like reflect in the moment on things and act yeah. right away. Um, but I like, I have things written down to like think about and sit with. And um, oh, you're the coolest. And, thank you. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you. I got messed like I texted you in the message on that. Like I just, I'm just, I'm grateful for you for your support, man. Especially as I and, move through what I've been moving through. Like you're, you connecting your, you to me publicly. Um, you know, could look be looked at like a lot of different ways. Like, oh, bro, you're gonna you're gonna connect with Marshall. He's he's a conspiracy theorist. He's crazy, right? I mean, dude, mm -hmm. you guys go look at my Instagram feed right now. Um, crazy shit. I just posted some some late girl who's basically stalking me. Not really. No, 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 no. She's not. No, she's not. But she's very triggered by me because she feels very hurt by me. Um, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a chance to answer her messages that she sent me on Facebook. And then she just girl blocked me. Uh, she's somebody I knew from high school. Mm -hmm. Um, she sent me this really heartfelt message. I mean, like fucking novel, like six page novel that had to do with my friend Dustin that I didn't know. I never knew was a thing. And she said she never told anybody. And, but by watching me and what I've been going through, what I've been sharing, she just feels so safe to tell me and all this stuff. And I just didn't see it. I was out in the mountains where I didn't have any fucking in yellow river where I didn't have any service. And so I didn't see it for like four days. And I finally got, went to open it up and, um, I, I couldn't open it because she blocked me. And I was like, mm. that's weird. And so wow. Instagram and founder and I said, Hey, yo girl, like, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Like, that's incredible, you know, and, um, da, 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 like hit me up, let me know, whatever, whatever. And she sent me back a really nice message on Instagram. She's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like I just have been quarantine's been making me crazy and thank you for your blah, blah, blah. And then, um, I didn't say anything back to her. And so I did the all lives matter thing. And I think enough days dude, that she just like came at me with force, like, you're such a fake and conspiracy theory and you're so hurt and you're just doing this to validate yourself, like all this crazy shit. But um, if you go look at my Instagram stories, you guys, and I'm not trying to call her out, but it's, uh, well, I am too, because I'm petty as fuck. But um, like, look, because uh, I'm fucking petty. But, um, uh, you know, I'm sharing it because I'm like, literally, like, if you watch the show, Kyle, if you know me, like, you know, like, you know me, like, I'm none of those things. Right. And, um, it's like, it's an opportunity for you guys to realize what it's what I learned yesterday and what Kyle's learning via me on the show is like, you know, we we're focused going into energy flows. We hear that, but truly if you focus on all the people, all the fucking Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Burns of the world, if you focus on all of, all of her, then you're going to be burnt down and enraged all the time. But when you, when you wake up because of the habits and, and uh, uh, rituals that you create to, to be productive, to be successful, to become wealthy, to be happy. When you wake up and do those every day, you start to realize that your energy is very valuable. And you don't want to waste on stupid shit. So you start to go out and find yourself other people that are like you because you realize most people around you aren't like that. And then once you find those people, you just start to talk and have ideas. And you're like, holy fuck, I didn't think about this. Let's do that. And that energy feeds off themselves. And that's why people like us get together. That's what we're talking. So it's not about being better or worse, but it's also not about, I'm not going to, I'm not, I am not, sorry, Kyle, I'm not lumping you in with it. I'm not going to play into the race card, the white privilege thing. I'm not, I'm, I'm not hearing it. And not because I don't respect it. Well, I mean, I don't because the black lives movement was created by a white racist to do exactly what's right. Doing. And I believe like, I'm, so this is me reflecting, like, as you're talking, like, I, like, I don't align with anything that's going on either, like through my journey. So, um, yeah, like I, it's kind of how I mentioned, like, I can't focus on that. Like I'm shifting focus. I, and I, I declared it on, on that post. Like I'm, I'm here to, heal and help heal like that's yeah. like what i want to do and like that's where my energy and focus has to go i mean people want to fucking add, i agree 100 and like so where does your focus want to go so for example like one of the reasons i've been so upset and you know why and i've been saying on the shows 
It's because it's like, I'm not going to take a day off from what, you know, what I'm already fighting for. Like, just because you, you're, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, so yeah, it's just like, uh, I'll say this. Okay. We all have something that we believe in and some, some, uh, uh people that we want to help. And so let's not worry about who's different, just like a job to, for the fake paper that we work for, for that has actually fake value, right? Just like a job, it takes all different kinds of jobs to make a community work. Imagine that it takes all kinds of people to make a humanity work, right? It's like the same thing. And so maybe you, you were born or chose your play because you were supposed to empower the black community. But trying to tell me I'm a bad person or a racist or a bigot because I'm not focused on empowering the black community, that's, that's fu fucked up. One, it's like a free country. What you're doing, what you're trying to put on me is literally what you're trying to oppress. And the oppressor, the oppressed become the oppressor. Like that's just like what we're manifesting is manifesting us too. It's not a racial thing. It's not, it's not a gender thing, you guys. It's an energy thing. Right. So, you know, that, that's the whole thing. I'm like, I'm not going to buy into that because to me, there, again, I say it every single day, 40 million people a year trafficked, slaves, most of them sex trafficking, most of them children, pedophilia rings. Right. Which is, yeah. International. I was about to say, which is why you rep international network. Of I don't know what else I can do. I know I, I know I can show up and have fun every day and do this, but I know that I can donate my time and I know I can donate all the energy and attention that we get for making our money matter back to um, my, like if you go to marshallgillen.com, first thing that you can click on the top of the page is save the children. You can make a donation to international network of hearts. I'm not affiliated. If I'm not affiliated with them at all. Actually quite, quite to the contrary. The, my, my best friend, Larry doesn't really even, talk to me anymore um so oh. I, I, I i don't know how he feels when he probably sees me talking about international cards i'm sure he's happy because he's literally the nicest guy yeah. in the world he is the nicest guy in the world but bro powerful lesson in consequences i acted in rage and anger not at him but out and it just got to a point over a period of a few months where he was just tired of it he just couldn't support me in it anymore and so he had to leave and he, he got found a girlfriend out after our ayahuasca trip uh, and he ended up marrying her and they're having probably having a kid. Uh, she might be, no, oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Don't know that. I um, mean, he's living his best life and I've made multiple attempts to reach out and tell him I love him and how thankful I am for him. But I don't do it without, I don't do it with any expectations. I do it because my soul is expressing gratitude for Larry. And even if Larry never talks to me again, that's his right. And I would never be mad at him because it's also his right to feel hurt and betrayed by me because I created that energy. And maybe Larry wasn't meant to stay in my life forever. But maybe he was just meant for me to learn that lesson to go, yo, bro, you lost one of the realest ones that you're ever going to fucking lose. And I promise you, Marshall, if you don't ever want to lose a real one again, then you better change your anger and you better adapt to it quick. And so if it wasn't for Larry Tucker, whether he loves me or likes me ever again or not, I'll never be able to say thank you enough because his family took me in. And I mean, took me in, like accepted me for who I was and they wanted, they they let me be part of something they'd already been building for eight years. They wanted me to speak for it. And so um, I know that Alma's probably too busy kicking ass and to really uh, probably have too much of a judgment in it. She'll back up Larry, but she's just the best, one of the best human beings in the world. And I'm sure if uh, Lawrence is watching, bro, what's up, man? I miss you, homie. I love you. And um, But uh, again, not to make anybody feel bad. I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm just saying this is my experience, right? And right. if you don't want to fuck up your friendships, then you should really pour into them and or your communities. Like, Pour into them without expectation because you know it feels good when somebody does that to you. You know what I mean? Mm. Wow. I was at a fucking restaurant last night, left my wallet, left this sitting on the table. As I was walking out of that, that bar, that bar um, uh, one of my best friends was walking in, Joshua Carter, one of the guys I mentioned earlier, him and his wife with their kid. I don't know why they were there to go eat in a pad. I mean, it was just random. 
They had to drive all the way in. I'm like, no way, bro. Cool. Good to see you. I get home. My buddy Adrian drops me off. I get home. Um, I don't have a car there. And I realize I don't have my wallet. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm just going to text Carter real quick and see if maybe, uh, see if maybe he'll check, see if it's just there. And then I'll figure out how to get back down there. Or I'll just go see Carter tomorrow. So I text him. I'm like, yo, bro, really weird question. Hate to bother you. I know you're with your family. I'm like, could you just walk over to the corner of the patio table and see if I maybe lost my wallet over there? I get a picture. I get like a couple seconds later, I get a picture of, of him holding it. it says says it's safe. And I go, bro, perfect. I live like, I don't know, maybe like a quarter of a mile from that place. I go, perfect, bro. I'll walk down there right now. Um, I'll be down there as fast as I can. He's like, no, bro, I'll slide through. So this man who was there with his wife and their kid and one of their wife's friends, and having a good time, just, just got to the patio, gets up, no questions asked, gets in his car. Hey, hon, I gotta, I'll be right back. Well, we're just, we're, we're ordering dinner. We're getting drinks. Like, yeah, I'll be right back. Watch crew. Uh, I'll be right back. Like, you know what I mean? Gets in his mm -hmm. car, drives down, calls me, driving around the apartment complex trying to find me. Finally come out. Uh, I run outside. He pulls up. He's like, here you go. We have a little conversation. He drives off. The only thing I'm saying is that that's when I broke down and started crying when I got upstairs. So I was like, these are the people I have in my life. Like, these are the Kyle Dillingers. These are the Joshua Carters. These are the Dana Dietz's. These are the Adrian Lopez's. And right now I only have four, but I know that there's people that are watching this, listening to this, that are those people too. We just haven't had a chance to meet yet. The Rich Pharaohs, the Denise's, the Lindsay's, the Evelyn's, like those people like that, that are like us. All different races, all different genders, all different uh, economic status. Like all of us just in the Gillen gang wanting to make a difference. And like, we know that to make a difference, leadership is just showing up and how we show up in the energy that we create. So if you want to go protest, riot, and loot, like I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I'm just not, right. not going to say I support that because I don't. Don't support it. Right. My energy. Yeah. I'm noticing like I'm reflecting now, like what have I spent my energy on? And yeah, it's like I haven't been resourceful and, it, yeah. and I'm seeing it like I, that's what I'm seeing come out. It's like. It's cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool and like yeah it's like fuck <laughs> like <laughs> okay but be careful because that's what happens with a lot of people and i know you know this but let me just reflect, reflect it back to you a lot of people will become aware of the problem and it gets them down because they're subconsciously programmed to guilt and shame ourselves from our past lim uh, limitations and traumas that we haven't healed and so when we find out when we become aware of that we get down on ourselves we're like fuck because now we're like fuck we have a problem we had to admit to ourselves and that almost that almost compounds it the key is not judging yourself for how, for the awareness. I, I'm a pain in the ass and I've done it to you and I do it to everybody. I'm always like, well, I know, I know, but like, wait a second. Like just the awareness in and of itself of the problem. Like, are you kidding me? I'm like, how fucking cool is that? I said, when you went to bed last night, you didn't even realize what the fucking problem was. You were just angry and mad. And now you woke up and you fucking tell me, you know what it is. Like that's fucking sick. Cause now we know what to fix. You get it? And I'm like, right. And so, like, uh, I know that you know that, but I want, I, that's why I love having. But I, I, I seem to like keep noticing that though, also. So yeah. I'm like noticing that way. I'm noticing it's that. Growing. Yeah. Like, that's it. Dude, I, I'm, I, I told you, I started my journey when I was 27. Literally, like, I was, I was dating probably the love of my life. I don't know if I've still ever healed from that. I was dating probably the love of my life and I was wasted. I was being the Dr. Joe, I was Mr. Hyde. And uh, I was wasted, roll, uh, 27 years old, drunk as fuck, had to be picked up by my girlfriend who wasn't a drinker at all from a bar uh, in Coronado because I was drinking with some coworkers from an, another bar that we worked at on the island. And she was not happy. This is a pattern that, that I had done. And she just said, listen, Marshall, like, I love you. And I want you to stop being a dumb fuck. 
but you don't have to stop being a dumb fuck. You just have to stop being a dumb fuck to be with me. And um, that whole thing kind of started to change. And so all I'm saying, dude, is that like, it wasn't that long ago that I was like where you're at, except I was exponentially further behind than you. And not that I'm trying to compare our journeys. I'm just saying, don't be so hard on yourself, bro, because you're so goddamn close. You have no idea. And I'm only telling you from experience based on how, I, how well I've gotten to know you. Like, we're close. And I'm going to help you through this whole entire thing. So like, don't even- Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. We're in this yeah. together. I want you to leave me. Like, I don't want you to be the co-host of this show forever. Not yeah. You, but, like, and that's literally what I was like, I'm um, starting to like, feel. I was like, oh, wow. It's like, um, uh, and we talked about, you talked about me getting my own and then st streaming it from Marshall TV. I was like, oh, that's the setup. I'll, it's you, like, I'll help you build your platform. Yeah. I'll help you, I'll help you do whatever you want. Like if you guys, anybody goes back and watches my content from even four years ago, the number one thing I always said, I've always said, I'm like, I, I can't wait for you guys to outgrow me. I can't wait until the day that you don't tune in anymore. I mean, not to the show, because you guys, this is just entertainment. It's different, it's changed now. But I really mean that. I was like, I don't want you guys to fucking, I want you guys to get better coaches. I want you guys to get better consultants. I want you to outgrow me because it means I've done my job. Marshall Gillen, literally the only fucking purpose that this avatar has on this earth is to spark uh, a, a spark of fire inside you that makes you realize that you are enough and you are forgiven and you are supported and you are loved. That's it. That's all I'm meant to do. And I, my gift is to spark that. And when you go away, the tender that I give you to, to, to build the flame, it's, it's, enough of, it's enough heat to keep you going. And then my job is to show up every day so the people that I give that em, the ember to, when they need to plug back in, they plug back in for a little bit and then they come and go. So my job mm -hmm. is to show up every day, whether we have five viewers or 500 viewers, 5,000 viewers, it doesn't matter. I still have, this is just my job. And I love it because this is me. You know what I mean? And so yeah. Kyle, I'm going to help you get there. And that's the same thing, though, I think is so powerful for everybody to understand is that this is not about Marshall Gillen. Like, dude, Kyle, nobody's going to remember us in 500 years. thousand years best, even if we're rock stars. I mean, if we get to Jesus Christ level, we're, we're, we're remembered for 2,020 2, years right now, okay? Right. <laughs> Christ to reach 2,000, okay? That's like, that's like Hall of Fame right now. Yeah. There's no motherfuckers that are that. Even fucking Hitler's not that, like, you know, and that one right. Destruction, right and people that do harm are like everybody wants to fucking tweet and talk about that shit so it's like mm. if, if even the most evil man of history in all time hasn't even remember that long yet you're like oh marshall he hasn't been that long trust me bro light always overcomes yeah evil. it's gonna fit yeah fade out always and so what i'm saying is uh listen not to be a dickhead but um what you're doing doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't right. uh, what matters is the energy you create so in a way what you're doing does matter but it's matter of who are you being who are you being who are you being today who are you being and are you happy with who you're being? Not what you're doing because who you're being will lead to inspired action that will allow you to do. And that's the, that's the key that everybody misses. They wake up and go, what do I got to do today so I can have all things I want? Nah, man, who do you got to be today? How can you wake up every day and practice the habit to create the rituals to be the person you want to be every day? And if you be that person every day and then you pretend, you pretend to be the type of person that gets to accomplish the goals that you want, um, then you'll get everything you want in life. So that might offend some people because I'm not saying thank you till you make it. I'm saying pretend. So I want to have a number one talk show where I only have to go to work for two days and the and that platform is so powerful that I can just put branding and marketing stuff on it and people pay me for that. And then I can just host parties every now and then and I can make make that. And then from that from that cash right there, I can pour that into cash producing assets like um, a get, like making top paid speaker a separate entity that has nothing to do with me at all and runs completely on digital marketing and a whole other team that just takes care of it and does it to seven figures. Taking money from my advertising platform, The Marshall Gillen Show, and Marshall Palooza and using that to pour into Airbnb rental properties. 
to pour into storage units. I don't know if fucking Adrian has me talking to maybe wanting to fucking buy a rock quarry. Like how the fuck do you start a rock quarry? Like you just buy the land and just decide you just put in a fucking way scale and just start digging. Like what are the licenses and zoning? How yeah, much money is in a fucking rock quarry? Am I pillaging wow. Mother Earth and raping her resources? Maybe some would say, I don't know. Some would also say I deserve that marble fucking floor in my mansion. Who's to say what's right or wrong? This human experience is here for you to decide. And that's what the Marshall Gallon Show is bringing you every day. Brother, do you want to oh. share anything before we get off? Um, I don't know. It sounds like, uh, I do, do you know. Think? It sounds like we're working towards me, like, oh, yeah. getting, my, getting my show set up and, like, getting, getting yeah. that rolling. Yeah, well, whatever it is to you. And that's yeah. it. Like, it's just a springboard. I'm just here to support you, bro. And so um, we talked about working together in coaching. And now we've, we've worked out. We're like, you know what? We're just going to kind of prop each other up. And I'll help you build your shit. Like I'll let you be on my platform as I spend money behind it. And just not because again, when people hear that, they might go, Oh, Marshall's no, dude, it's not. We're equal. I just have a skill set and I'm gonna help him amplify it because the skill set that he has is the space that he's able to hold and how he shows up for me. And that to me is how could I ever repay him with a fucking skill set like that mine? The only thing I could do is be a friend. And right now, being a friend means offering the knowledge and experience I have to help him change his life. Um that's how it is. And that's what I want to do. But I, I had to meet you first, right? And you came out to a retreat. Now, now that's what we're doing. Like, it's not that hard of a concept. We all fucking want to put on our own. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. we don't fucking go out in public and be like, oh, yo, let me help all these. Like, we want to fucking protect our team. Everybody's the same, our family. So I started the Gilling Gang. Because I'm like, I'm not just going to help everybody. I need, I need to know that people really want to help themselves. And so if you come out and meet me, and we can fucking, and you, and we can fucking see each other, then cool. Otherwise, get the fuck out of my way because the Gillen gang is going to the top. What do you say? Give me, give me the rock. Pass me the ball. I'm like, give me the rock. Get out of my way. Man. Give me the fucking rock. Tell me the play. Yeah. Get out of the way, man. Let me yeah. roll. It's time, man. That's what's up. That's who we are. Gillen mm. gang. Text Gillen mm. gang to 833-222-2694. Join us every day. Um, we're never going to be on this Facebook channel again. This is a total mistake. I'm on my personal profile today. Um, only because I took some vitamins or I think I was taking some vitamins while I was trying to do all the technology and I uploaded on my personal profile instead of my Facebook business profile. Um, so I have to download this video and upload it as a, a replay and all things today. Not a big mm -hmm. deal, but, um, yeah. Just totally oh, well, so if you guys oh, know, well, so. least, uh, go join us on a real platform. Right. Um, we're only what 50, oh. 50 subscribers for you. I think 50. Oh, right here. 51. Hey, let's tell them one more time though, bro. So what we've been talking about is, uh, my next, my, you guys, I'm just going to start throwing events. So I'm going to, my first one is literally, uh, September, September 12th. Nope. That's not true. September 6th through September 12th. We're having a labor day, uh, party vacation. Okay. So we fly in on Sunday night. We party on Monday. We have a whole list of activities and fun-ass things to do. Literally, it's going to be the best and most fun, happiest fucking vacation of your life. That much, I promise you. And um, on, uh, we're going to leave Saturday morning with a whole bunch of new friends and some new ideas and some space created. And so uh, it's going to be awesome. It's literally going to be unlike anything else you've ever done. This is for people who are active. Have, this is for people who lead an active lifestyle and for people who like to be outdoors. This is for people who lead an active lifestyle and who like to be outdoors. This is for anybody who's 21 years or older. This is for people who are don't have a problem in partaking or with being around alcohol on, on Labor Day weekend and or plant medicine. This is for people who are open to just hanging out 
for putting our swords and our shields down, for putting our business talk down, oh, yes. our masking, our framing, our positioning, for literally, for all of you motherfuckers that just can't unplug and just enjoy yourself, let me do it for you. Let me help you create the experience for you. There's literally, I'm the best at it. And I've, I've, I have this feeling, Kyle even said that earlier on the show, it's like, I'm telling you guys, man, not only are you gonna have the happiest and funnest week of your life, um, you're gonna transform, I promise mm -hmm. you. To be around me is transformation because that's the way God has made it for me to be. And so if you come out to Marshall Palooza, some people might be going, dude, some people though, bro, well, tell me, what do you think when you see this? When I see what, Marshall Palooza like being born? Yeah, what do you think? Well, what do you think? I the sign and you think about this you hear this what what, what comes to your mind oh uh, that's just like to me looking at that is like just fun and having a good time free spirit yeah. type uh, like yeah. trippy tripping out yeah yeah well I, we probably won't be tripping out on anything no, yeah. we'll, be having, we'll be having some drinks on one of the days and uh, probably on the pontoon boat like we're just gonna be living in as adults having a good time like that's it man and so if you if you know you've been having having trouble doing that man like i'm just gonna get back to doing what i've always done which is just hosting people and so some people are going to wonder like oh what about the covid um, I will say this, if you're worried about the COVID, I love you and I respect you and I don't want to change your mind. And I think that you should, I think that you should stand for your beliefs uh, based on the knowledge that you have. If you're not happy with the feelings that you're feeling, maybe just do a little bit more research and see if you can find something that might be able to give you some more ideas to how you can uh, sort of, uh, quill that anger and you might find out some more stuff. But, uh, uh for anybody who's good looking at Marshall Plus and going, no, oh, dude, by September, Marshall, do you think we'll be open? Like, do you think that like, for anybody that uh, is thinking that, um, God bless you, but you're probably not the right fit for this type of event, especially for a week. And so if you're worried about catching COVID or being out of the house in the mask, I love you and respect you, but this is definitely not the week-long event for you. Um, for those of you who are going, okay, Marshall, well, what about the regulations? Guys, don't worry about the regulations. Um, literally, I'm just going to be renting an Airbnb mansion. Like I have one of four places narrowed down, and I'm going to start a whole contest that we're going to roll out here in a while. But um, I, I just, I, I want to, I'm going to rent an Airbnb. So we're going to be good. Like we're, even if we don't go to like, we won't end up going to any bars anyway. So we'll be at like our place the first night, then we're going to go do active stuff and fucking be better people. And then we're going to go through, do lots of fun pampering and cool outdoor stuff for a week. And then on Friday we'll lounge on the pontoon boat. We'll probably have some more drinks. Um, I know I probably will. And so, um, you know, like if you're into that, you should, you should look into it. Yeah. I, I, I usually partake in, uh, and drinking like once every like probably once a year or something and that that'd be probably the uh or it sounds like that'd be the week that i partake in it yeah just let loose have a good time for one day let's go let's go bro thanks for joining me today man if you guys are tuning in i want to thank say you, bro. hello friend don't forget to share this with somebody who might get some value out of it who uh, might be like yo this is uh this is good i really appreciate you guys doing this i really appreciate you guys making space for us or maybe they won't i don't mm. know I don't know. We're allegedly the number one show, so I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't know why they wouldn't either. Hey, guys, thank you so much. I don't know why you tuned in, but I'm glad you do. Kyle and I love you. And uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow on Facebook Live or at YouTube.com forward slash Marshall Gillen. All the replays are now available on every podcast platform. We are happy and excited and honored and grateful to be able to show you live and in color over the next few years how we build seven-figure brands through creating shows online and through throwing parties. That's what I'm doing and loving people and loving God. Like it's so simple. Um, I've been trying to tell you, you guys should come out tomorrow. Wow. And we'll have a week long conversation about it. I love you guys. Yeah. Love you all. Be nice. Love you, brother. Be kind. Remember it's always better to be kind than right. Love you, bro. I'll see you later.
and decided that personal branding was something I wanted to look into, that having an online business was something I wanted to look into. Marshall is the first person that I got in contact like with. You, anytime I've ever been with you, my life's enhanced, but your energy, your fire, well, like, your mindset, like that's not enough for so. Now I met Marshall about one year ago, and ever since then he has absolutely transformed my life. Um, man, your course has totally changed my life, and just working with you has been unbelievable. I say a huge thank you to Marshall um, for everything that he's done with the course, uh, everything that I'm learning in the course, um, and just his intentionality. Uh, he's an incredible it. And to be honest with you, if it weren't for this guy, I don't know where I'd be today. He well, is I just want to give a quick shout out to Marshall, and you've just been a huge inspiration to me. Like, From the day I met him to now, I've noticed a huge change in myself. He's helped me get past my limiting beliefs. He's helped me learn through his own actions what it takes to be a true entrepreneur and how to get from where I want from where I am now to where I want to be. You guys, seriously, I, I say this a lot, but you guys are lucky to be following this guy. Thank you. And I'm so grateful that I did. He has been such a big help to me and he helped me power through all of it. He gave me the best advice, so much knowledge, so much wisdom. Um, I'm so incredibly grateful that I reached out to him that day. I, I just want to say a huge thanks to Marshall Gillen because I know that without him and his mentoring and his coaching, I wouldn't be where I am. So lucky if you get the opportunity to work with Marshall. I know I am. Thank you so much, Marshall, for everything that you've done for me. I am so grateful for you, and I'm also so grateful to call you my friend. Quick video. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I appreciate you so much. I have no idea. Marshall Gillen, thank you, man. You are a great guy, and I appreciate everything that you have done. God bless.